0: Today's episode is sponsored by our very good friends over at Neural DSP. If you're completely unfamiliar with who Neural DSP are, they make guitar and bass plugins that cover a wide range of tones and styles. Anything from the crisp cleans of a Tone King Imperial to the rich leads of a Soldano SLO. There's also the Archetype series, which is essentially signature amps made by some of your favourite artists. So whether that's Tim Henson of Polyphia, Plini, or our very good friend, Rabia Massad.
1: If you like the sound of all that, you can get a 14-day free trial over at neuraldsp.com on any of the plugins that they do. Um, And even better than that, you can get 30% off if you want to buy some or all of them, or just one, uh, using the code MUSICISEVERYTHING at their checkout. Matt. Hello. How are you? And were you excited about this fair week? Oh, hi, Andrew. Thanks for the kind questions. You're welcome. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, all the better for being here. Um, I'm excited about... Okay. I'm excited about a lot of things, as is normally the case, mm. every single week. Stack them high. Um, this particular week, I am excited about a TV show. Snap. Are oh, you know way. I... Yeah. We didn't even rehearse this complete coincidence mm-hmm. um, I've actually been making my way through
0: making my way down I, um, <laughs> I was two steps ahead of my friend yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, making my way through the series I've actually just finished season three of four after and after four seasons it ends oh so it's, um, it's already already it's already done actually okay. I'm quite late to the party it fin- but it finished this year okay it started in seven, 2017 and it is the series Ozark Um ah. So, for those who haven't seen it, it is the Jason Bateman as mm. Marty Bird. Um It's a kind of like Breaking Bad in many ways. I've heard a lot. Um, I've not
0: seen it, but uh, Sophia has watched it and she was saying, yeah, sim- similarities to Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, I definitely see the similarities. And it's one of those series that kind of, if you've seen Breaking Bad, uh, you start here and shit basically gets more and more real as Mm. time goes on is the only expression I could think to kind of really kind of make you understand the gravitas of what's Mm -hmm. going on um so yeah it's pretty pretty mental um and I it's one of those series that it's really weird coming across a series like this where you can just watch the whole thing um because I could smash out the whole story it's Mm -hmm. it's 40 hours worth so it'll take a little while um you know, a working week. <laughs> if you really go for it, so. um, or a not working week. Am I right, lads? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it depends what your job is, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, I've been making my way through at yeah, a steady pace, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm very much enjoying it. Actually, it's very okay. well made. It's a quite an interesting take on a on an age old story, but definitely. I don't know whether it was influenced by. It. I don't. I don't know it, what it's based on. Actually, it could be based on a book. No idea. Okay. Um, Ozarks are a, is in America. It's a place, right? Yeah. So, is the Ozarks uh, mm. like a lakey area? Okay. in It's like literally slap bang in the middle of America, ish. Um, and so it's named after the place. And this is about a family uh, who move to there for reasons. Which I won't go into because so I don't it's want to not, Yeah, I was going to say, is there a top line? What, what's the... Well, the, the top line is... Yeah. The <laughs> Love Jason,
0: it. Is, Ozarks. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is it
0: Ozark?
1: Uh, or Ozarks. Ozark. Ozark. Okay. Um Jason Bateman, Bateman is a money launderer okay. for a Mexican drug cartel. Okay. Um, so there's your vibe. All right. Um, so I see where the, the Breaking Bad enters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a big drugs theme. There's a big uh, doing bad stuff that's against the law theme. What? Uh, whilst maintaining being a family man. Can you all do bad stuff time. that isn't against the law? That's a debate for another day, my dear okay. boy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so... Um, I've really been enjoying it and it's been a little while since I've got Well, I say a little while. I did say a few weeks ago I was watching Sex Education. Mm. I made it through that. There's another series and and You that know know. soon. And now I know. <laughs> now I'm educated with yeah. the sex. Okay, and that's done? Um, no, that's not done. There's one more series, I think, okay. uh, which has been filmed this year. But yeah, Ozark, I need to finish. Well, I've got one more season, which I might start... Tomorrow. now now <laughs> see you later yeah so um I, yeah i don't without, i don't want to give everything away i just think it's okay. it's i'm saying if you like my recommendations previously mm-hmm. maybe you'll like this sure um if you like breaking bad maybe you'll like this the, yeah it's a great cast very well played mm-hmm. um there's a girl called julia garner who mm-hmm. plays uh she's kind of like the co-lead almost right um uh, this young girl called Ruth Langmore, who is fantastic in it. Okay. Um, yeah. And if you like, there's a lot of th- uh, things which are kind of, when you, when you incorporate really American stuff, mm-hmm. that it's just really cool. Like there's trucks and guns and like hats and lakes. <laughs>
0: trucks and guns and hats. <laughs> now
1: there's a story i will go to. Uh, no, Exactly exactly it is um it's a nice actually, it's a nice mesh of different aspects of American culture actually okay. which again is really well portrayed um and what my favorite thing about it and my favorite it's kind of my favorite thing a lot like a my favorite thing about a lot of the things I like is you're following these characters on this journey when mm-hmm. you kind of have been introduced to them as you know we're going to do some bad stuff, Mm -hmm. right? That's illegal. Mm -hmm. and Specifically. (laughs) Which is not mutually exclusive necessarily, Mm -hmm. depending on what you believe. Anyway, so you follow that family and you, in the context of a family, which is again kind of similar to Breaking Bad, Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it kind of gets, they get deeper and deeper into Mm -hmm. their situation. But you're following and Mm -hmm. you kind of, uh, you kind of grow and like empathetic towards the characters in the situation, sure. Because you know they're a family and they're going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally, uh, you get an outside reference. Right. So I always remember in Breaking Bad when Walt goes back to the family home, mm-hmm. um, really far in, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he's almost a different person, yeah. and you're like, and the the reference of like an old part of his life with the new guy mm-hmm. was really jarring, and like, and kind of made you jump out of the now and go, mm-hmm. oh my, whoa, like everything's happened. Exactly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's re- yeah, really interesting. And this this kind of happens in this. You're kind of going, you're going on this journey, kind of going, when's it gonna? When's it going to give? Mm. Like, uh, how long can you keep saying it's going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and that's kind of a bit anxiety inducing <laughs> in a way, mm-hmm. but also really thrilling and a little confusing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, is, to have, is, is, is the audience is very, is
0: a, uh, like all knowing? Like, do you see stuff that the other characters don't, or is it kind of things are unveiled?
1: You see so you see some stuff that the characters don't you mm-hmm. see, so you see kind of all sides of the story, mm-hmm. and then it kind of there's, there's many tangents and many many characters working in different ways for their own to their own agenda, and you get to see it all and then it it brings each of them together um, okay. and it almost gets more entangled uh, the longer it goes on mm-hmm. um. But that's fascinating, and then seeing each of them find out from in a different way about all the other things going on around them, Uh, and then the assumptions or the for you know for wrong or right that they've made about that situation, and then sometimes it'll be a lot later down the line they find out the truth or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very cleverly written. Um, Yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things that's kept me watching. And generally though, if I'm if I'm really not sold on something, maybe I'll stop, but it's quite rare for me to if I've invested a bit, I kind of want to see it out, even if i don't you know it's not the best thing i've ever seen sure. um but this is definitely yeah this is definitely really good, and it's one you want to keep keep digging into
0: yeah i think well i think that's the that's the thing i think like that's the having having uh yeah, like that's the kind of basic like film. TV, I suppose now, like formula is that like, you know, you, the character has a desire and then something happens and they need to overcome it and then they're a new person and, you know, kind of et cetera, et cetera. And I think, you know, I th- there's just so much, you know, so much um, weight to background and mm-hmm. character de- development like I, I still am so pro exposition and 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 like anything where it's like the lo- i want the longest version possible cuz i want to sure i want to care about what's going on you know and and like i think you know but breaking bad i still think about so much like i i i, I love you know, like I say, that kind of time jump, and you know, and and again, I've, I mean, it pops up every few days it seems on my Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is. But the "I am the one who knocks" speed uh, is just unreal. Like it's just, and 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 the reason why is because you know who those characters are and who they've become, mm-hmm. and and it's also like to some degree that scene is like fan service you know because that's what you want like there's that desire in us to to cheer on the bad guy if you're if he's the Mm -hmm. main character it's the dexter effect kind of thing sure sure. You, you want him to win and and i think always a really great part of any narrative is where you stop rooting for that character and and usually it's when they like there's like a few signals where you're like oh okay they're past the point of no return where it's like they hit a woman, or like abuse someone. Like there's a, there's some kind of like, it's like in a horror movie where they have sex. You know they're gonna die. Like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But it's like <laughs> usually when it comes to yeah, like. Or, any Jeremy, kind or, of-
1: they, or they cross the bigger bad guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like now the you're person. the bad guy. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like the 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 framing is always that that shifts. Then there's like a point. Mm-hmm where, okay, you've hit the point of no return. And now, like I say, you're the bad guy. And the same for Walt, like we're still kind of rooting for him. And I feel like at that point, you know, post the Sopranos, I feel like I've said it a few times on here, like we kind of felt like everyone was like, oh, you know, there are more nuanced emotions than happy and sad. And, you, yeah. and I always think about that telephone. I mean, if you've not seen it by now, get to know. Um, the telephone call uh, between Walt and Skylar, where he is knows that the police are listening and he knows that it's also probably the last time he'll ever speak to her. And he is both saying goodbye, heart, you know, heartfelt goodbye, but also making it that she has no implication in any of his crimes. And so he's sort of swearing at her and calling her a bitch and all this kind of stuff. And the camera is solely on Skylar and then it pans and you can see that he's in tears trying to say this. to. And I just thinking about it, it makes me well up. Like it's such a powerful nuanced, you know, you are, you are, you've got to this point where you are focused on the voice and you can't see mm-hmm. the face and, you for a second you are Skyler because he's calling every you stupid bitch you could there's no way yeah, you yeah, could yeah. have understood what I. and it's like he knows that they are listening and she is trying to tell him and there's a point where you can tell that she cottons on that he knows that the police are listening
1: yes and then and it's all so subtle
0: absolutely and then you yeah. you 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 believe it that's what's so good is that like it's you believe that this character that you followed, all those, you know, this bumbling just got out of Malcolm in the Middle. You know, like that's a great <laughs> timeline, by the way. The whole joke of that is, sure. is perfect. Uh, and and then you get to this point, and then the camera moves, and and you you can see the anguish on his face, and he know he knows this is the last time he's going to speak to her, and um, you know, that's it. He's saying goodbye to you know the woman he loves, and he obviously still still cares about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, you know, under this guise, he, you know, he, he can't express those things. This is what, this is where it's got to. And I just think there are just so many things at play and, and it, and it, and it pulls you in to, to, to listen more and to get, you know, so much more involved. I think anything like that is just oh, like magic. So I think about those scenes all the time. There's well, such you, strong
1: scenes, you know. Even you talking about them now as, is- I haven't seen Breaking Bad for oh, same, yeah. Maybe like eight, seven, eight years or something mm. when it I can't remember what year it was, but I really need to re-watch it. And I can't with I was just trying to kind of equate whether one is better than the other. And I do think it's very difficult to put this in the same kind of
0: Oh, and it's not finished yet. You, you could be amazing, no, don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, true, 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 true. But even so far, the kind of the subtleties um that made that so good. And same with like I've been talking about Sopranos quite a bit, mm. um, the same. Like this is really good, but it m- might not have quite got to the same elevation. Sure. But we'll see. Sure. I'll keep I'll keep investing some hours and yeah, uh, no. see how season four goes.
0: Well, it's a it's a special thing. I think you know it's rare where you have such investment in in, in the story. Funny enough, there's an, there's an anime that, that I think mean, the joke is it's been the final season for the longest time now. Um, mm-hmm. and they just keep announcing new final seasons. <laughs> nice. Um, but the book has ended. So it's definitely got an ending and to everyone's credit, they've kept shut They've shut up about it. Sure. But, um, uh, one called attack on Titan and I've been following it. Actually, I mean, I must've, when I first got into that, it was literally the next one people recommended to me after I'd seen, uh, death note, I think back on like, sort of Netflix. And, um, similar kind of deal it's like i mean i still don't know if the ending's going to be good or not everyone has said it's divisive so i don't know what that means oh
1: it exists though
0: oh it exists, yeah so it's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's ended already in the in the manga mm-hmm. but the series is They're still just... ongoing fine um so i don't know the ending i have i've managed to avoid a lot of spoilers but similar like i mean i always said like whenever i started watching it um Took me like a few episodes to get into it, and then it 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 like does the whole kind of like there's a baddie, there's a kid, mm-hmm. inevitably loses his family because of said baddies, and then it's just like kid wants to get revenge, and it's like it's, he is like
1: is that Batman? Know, isn't that the Batman story?
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. But it's like burning yeah. revenge. Like this, this the voice actor is incredible. It's just like pure hatred like it's just mm-hmm. like i'm gonna get so good at let's i'm gonna boil this plot down to sim to playground logistics but i'm gonna get so good at fighting and i'm gonna kill every single one of them and nice. you kind of you know hit this kind of episodic rambo uh, not rambo uh 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 what is rocky Um, (laughs) kind of montage-y, like, you know, all the episodes are like, okay, everyone else is good. He sort of joins this sort of army group and then like it plays and it's doing that whole thing, montage, like getting stronger, you know, like, and, and he's just better than all the other recruits and he gets in there and he makes friends and he saves them all and he's still better. And everyone's kind of, he's already sort of the leader like every uh-huh. time and he stumbles a bit and then he overcomes it by far. Like he can't do something. And then everyone laughs at him and he can't, and he thinks he's a failure and he doesn't think he's going to do it. And It turns out the thing was broken and he was doing it perfectly. And he was doing it on a broken one, which is even harder to do. Oh, nice. Um, and then there's a big twist, which I won't say. And then it just like, it knows that you were expecting that. And it's like, uh-huh. cool, here he is. He's out of the army. He's going to go and kill. And like now what? And then like every time, it's one of the only things where I've been super invested, and I literally was like every episode, ten out of ten. Wow! Won it every time. Episode it's twenty minutes long, and it's so brutal, it will kill anyone. It will kill anyone and everyone. Okay. It doesn't care about your feelings. It's just dead in the in the worst. Like it's it's there's no PG about it. It's just horrible horrible death always like everybody dies really horribly and unexpectedly and it just keeps on hitting you and then you're like oh this is the this is the story like this is the story and then you get to a bit and it goes oh wait this is the story and then you get to the next season you're like Oh, there's more. And then you get to the third season and none of the characters that you started with are in the season. You're in a completely different place, a completely different time, completely different characters, and it takes about like 12 episodes <laughs> for you to be like oh, this is the story. And it like basically <laughs> just keeps doing that to you. And then now, wow. Like the character who is, you know, the main character like all everyone said is just like you know first it was the baddies versus Aaron then you know it's it's uh, Aaron versus the baddies and now Aaron is the baddie <laughs> like and it's <laughs> nice. just like it just keeps getting bigger but it's so great cuz so many like the the twists and everything are so unexpected and I, I I love it that it's just like you know, there's kind of all this politics and 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 like much bigger uh, uh, um, uh, like things at play. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's so good to see a story that's like, again, you you invest in those characters and then you can watch them interact with one another and do um, different things and unexpected. For sure,
1: things, I need know? to I need to get into some of this. We need to do. But, um, we
0: need to get it watched, man. Honestly, we really I'm do. I'm slowly converting people around the globe.
1: The one thing you said there actually really, really struck me, and that is um, Ozark doesn't seem, maybe not in such an extreme way, mm-hmm. but it's not afraid to kill people off. That's good. Which is, yeah, which is really good. It's not, it doesn't drag, it feel like it's dragging too much out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it is, it catches you by surprise quite a lot, which That's is good. cool.
0: Yeah, I think I think when it's used correctly, like sometimes people use like like they use the c word as a kind of like feel sorry that they have cancer, so that's sad. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And it's like you've given us no reason to care. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's just like oh, everybody knows someone, so therefore I feel like sometimes you can press buttons and think that they should do what they're gonna do. If if that makes sense, yeah, with no reason to. It does
1: substitute like good writing or you know. Good yeah, acting. yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. I think it's like when it's when you know even when it's used correct correctly, it can be just devastating. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing better than like when you're like, oh no, you know, like it's so. I, I reading uh, uh, one manga I'm reading at the moment. they just killed my favorite favorite character, and it was so unexpected, and I was just like tell me what is was it say fucking you know like say psych right now do you know what I mean like tell me it's not and 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 it's just like shit it's like such a popular character
1: I had I had one recently I was just like sitting there on my own and just went no (laughs) everyone's like what <laughs> nothing, nothing. That's good. That, but, I, you know, yeah. it's great
0: that you can care? But I just like yeah.
1: I. But it's all though. It's the element of surprise as well. If you see everything coming, it's like the Chick Fil A formula. You know, yeah. you can just it's it, it's a lot of things are done at this mm. point, point. Um, and you can do them again. Fine, but actually, you know what? I argue that I don't think a lot of things are done.
0: Uh, okay,
1: I. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying to you. I do think know, there's gonna so do, many- I'm
1: going to do that thing which could look like a U-turn, uh, but isn't necessarily I U-turn. I, okay. I, I know, mm. but some things are repeated, should I say. Oh, th- some things have that's been done. Prob- that's probably, <laughs> some things have been done, but not yeah, all That's things. the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah. Something is everything. Um, <laughs> like- Everything is something. I think there, I think we are discovering- new nuances Mm -hmm. of life and um, existence, I think, that are more powerful than broader brushstroke emotions. Like Mm -hmm. I say, those kind of nuanced emotions where, you know, you can be... Like I, I love some, I love anything, and I can probably count them on only like one hand. But anything that can really in, impart something onto you, like a real, almost uncategorized feeling. Sometimes it's just like whether you just need to sort of have a little think about it afterwards, or something that even like you didn't even necessarily care for at the time, but it like keeps coming back to you. Like you keep thinking about it, and you're like, man, can't believe.
1: Well, the opposite of that is just to forget about it. And sure. so it leaves you with oh, nothing. nothing and you move on with your life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And finds other things.
0: And I think that's almost and the worst thing. That, <laughs> unless <laughs> exactly. that's what you want. Like sometimes you totally just like, I, I just want nothing to...
1: I just want Actually, do you know entertainment. What? I went to the cinema the other day mm. with my friend and there was two options we had to go at a particular time Mm. and there was two options of movies on the table. Mm. One was at an independent cinema here Mm. and it was a a French uh, independent film with very serious subject matter Mm. and the other one was the new Nicolas Cage movie. (laughs) Um, And I text my friend like, okay, here are the two options and he was like, you know what, today I just feel like, I, I didn't, mind either way. Um, he was like, today I just feel like something mindless. Sure. And so we went to see the new Nicholas Cage movie and it was good. Okay. It was good. It did what it needed to do. It was it. it Transaction. It, yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm knee deep in Ozark at this point. So it didn't kind of like fill the cup mm-hmm. as, um, you know, to the brim sticking with that <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, but no it did it. it could have been worse
0: yeah but it and also fi- could have been better and that's better. fine and, that's and fine. I was like cool that's fine. fine I feel that way about like that's a nice time like as in in a non-derogatory sense like most of the Marvel films I'm like it's good it's fine it's just great it's just mm-hmm. yep it's like I watched the new Spider-Man I wanted to watch the new Spider-Man and I watched it I was like yeah was good and that was it 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 didn't need to it didn't need do to anymore do more I didn't ask for it to do more I thought it was just it was really really good mm-hmm. but I love it if I get like stung by something I've, i have sure. i i can it can that, that that would just stay with me even the feeling i can remember it and then the feeling will come back to me and sometimes you're just left with a like a I don't even know. Like a just something's it's happening like, to you, and you don't know what it is, but you like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also it's just getting a little bit extra than you paid for or bargained for. And you always, know that's yeah. all. That's always going to leave a good impression in whatever way, whatever the transaction. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've got a really stupid example that I want to give, and go I'm on, just going to do it anyway. Go on, load it up. So, uh, <laughs> I. This isn't something we do often, but mm. we had... Uh, normally, I go to the supermarket to buy food. Oh. I'm, I'm old school. Mm. Uh, we Where use else the internet. do you get food? Well, we use the internet and food came to us. Oh, sure. Smart, smart. Internet hand. And uh, the guy, guy comes to the door. Here's your stuff. So I'm, like, getting it in the house. And he's like, oh, by the way, I've given you a refund on your prawns and blueberries because, oh no, of raspberries or something. Anyway, because the, uh, the used by date was really short. Oh. And funny. I was like, if I'd gone to a supermarket. Picked them up by accident. Well, or just picked them up and thinking, yeah, I want to eat them today. Mm. Or by tomorrow, mm-hmm. as the case was. I would, you know, nothing. Mm. But in this case, he was like, I've given you a refund. And he'd already done it. He wasn't like, would you like one? Sure. Um, I was like, thank you very much. And that, so my experience there of doing something and getting something extra. That's and how I get just... you, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those blueberries, is.
1: No, they do. Hike up the
0: price of blueberries, right? Give them half price, but still make loads. Plus you get a customer exactly. for life.
1: Done. Yeah, job done. Job done. But yeah, no, that's, um, yeah, I really believe in that stuff. Strong. I mean, On the no, topic Andrew, of...
0: I was gonna say on the topic of absolute classics. Go on. Um of what are you kind of about? character death, immense soundtracks, you know, things that Online are gonna stay. Shopping. Yeah, exactly. Things that are gonna stay with you the rest of your life. Um while you've been watching kind of intellectual, you know, series and you've had all this time, you know, to really like jump into these characters, um, I've been watching children's programs. And nice. <laughs> um, because that's my life now, and I yeah, I just feel like everyone needs to know about it, and I (laughs) have officially become that person. Okay. And someone recommended us a kids' program, and they were like, "Oh my god, you'd love it! This is best. It's the best, nicest program ever." Mm -hmm. And we forgot about it, and then we were like, we always joke about, "Oh, what will he be into?" Like my son, what would he be into? You know, because we were into this or we were into that, and you know, like what, what will um, won't it be funny? You know, as in, uh, even we went to a kids' store the other day, and like, Playmobil still going? It's still uh, going. Yeah, H- big. Is it good? Huge. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Lego, Lego,
1: raging. like also, and so like, much. It's so much better than it used to be.
0: And just, I, where did you like? I swear, it went away for a bit.
1: Yeah, well it was they weren't really doing those like theme sets that you can get now. You can like get
0: everything now.
1: Yeah, like ne- when I was a kid you could Disney, get like Marvel a pirate ship. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It, but it wasn't all this kind of uh co collab stuff where you yeah, can smash you get a little Lego Harry Potter. And like the My, games it was more, it was and more generic. The
0: f- and the films and everything. So and what else uh, Tommy t- Tommy Tykes, Tommy Tikes, like really early kids things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Apparently the early learning centre still exists, but I thought that had gone a long time ago in England. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so many uh, toys. Uh, Pokemon, uh, still going strong. we got him a Pikachu and a nice. Squirtle. Do they um, still
1: have the uh, the even younger kid version of Lego, Duplo? Duplo,
0: yep, yeah, going strong, yeah, still going nice. strong. Um, so anyway, we were like, we've talked about it a lot, like, oh, just probably be some... A lot of cartoons or kids' programs these days are kind of the 3D,
1: but the bad 3D. Like animated. Like they did that with Thomas the Tank Engine and I was a bit like, whew, I mean, oh, bueno. gone are the days of Ringo Starr and oh. like, and like when it's, you know, when it's actual models, yeah. like the, you know, uh, what's the program similar to the Radiohead video for Burn the Witch? Oh, Postman Pat. No, but okay, we'll post on Pat platform and send all that stuff when it's models and whatnot. I think, yeah, the magic roundabout. It wasn't that. There's Playdays? a uh, something town, Tinsel Town. No, it was. No idea. I can't remember. P- Trumpton. That's. Don't one. know what that is, but yes, it's a little town. But it's again like the the craftsmanship of all these yeah, like yeah, yeah. these shows. And I get there's a craft in 3D, um, yeah, effects and whatever. It's terrible. Sometimes it's really it bad. feels get like... Other, sometimes get better if, people in. <laughs> but yeah, I guess there's, there's a spectrum for everything. Yeah. So like, uh, it's the reason why Jurassic Park, the original one, still looks amazing.
0: Um, exactly.
1: And Titanic looks awful now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd like to see that actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah.
1: The bit when it pulls away from the dock in Southampton. yeah, yeah. The, When it's in the dock, you're like, mm. fine. And then it's on the sea and you're like, that's a, they should have built it out of Lego. That yeah, would have yeah. been better.
0: <laughs> yeah, there a lot of a lot of that really bad, really, really bad pay people more, get better people. It's rubbish. I mean, I know it's for kids, but I think I'd like to think, and even I I dare say it's a feeling that I've had where I'm like, is someone going to make something good for kids? And is it that person, me like, <laughs> is like someone going to do something of worth for like, that's like a great program. Cause it's like, you know, I really feel like it's like what you put in, you get out. And like, mm-hmm. you know, every I mean, we were talking about it the other day, like about you know, the whole TV with your kids and stuff. And it's like, well, what do we do we're at home relaxing? Like we watch TV, we're we gonna stop here, we've got to cover his eyes. Like mm-hmm. inevitably gonna watch at least some with us. And we're like, oh it'd be so good to like have something wholesome, you know, something and like that the music. Yeah, and like the music's really good and and the acting's really good and the stories are really, really good. So anyway, um, uh, it's taken our household by storm, um, and it is an Australian programme called Bluey. <laughs> and Bluey? Bluey is a blue heeler dog. Um, is that uh, a type of dog? It is a type of dog, yeah. And there's also a red heeler, which is ironically his mum and... Oh, sorry, her mum and her sister. Um, but as far as I can tell from any research anyway that I did, is that the dad is... Uh, a, com- uh, a an actually an Australian comedian, and it's it's like has some kind of deal with the Australian government. Like it's it's pretty like tied up in in in, in Australianness. I suppose it's is pretty- it is
1: it like I'm just imagining a? Is it real people, real dogs? No, it's
0: animated. It's animated. It's animated, like nice, like as in drawn, but I think on a computer. Is it meant to look realistic? No. Okay. No, no, it's not. In fact, if anything, that's what's so good about it. So it's like drawn like a kind of cartoon and um, yeah, two sisters, Bluey, bingo, (laughs) and the mum and dad. And basically the kids who play the the two girls, they are like not, they're unnamed actors. And the reason is because apparently they're just like the production's kids. So like, the kids themselves are not actors. They're just literally someone's kids, like who's in oh, the nice. production. And I'm, I'm assuming that it's the, I mean, this is a guesstimate, but we're assuming there's not much information about it. But whoever wrote it, the way that it comes across is, these are just conversations you've had with your two girls. They are very, very funny. And the nice. stories are like so wholesome and so nice. When we've put him to bed and we're just like, just keep it on. <laughs> like we've watched, we've watched both seasons. There's a third one on the way uh, for anyone panicking out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, third one, 26 already out. Wait, And uh, 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 that should be over soon. Um, but yeah, it's just so nice. And like, there's like an, ad, like, you know how like Toy Story kind of had like adult, like a tinkle of adult oh, in there. Definitely. Um, and like, and the, like,
1: and Shrek as well. That did
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, what's really good is that like they tackle some like really big issues, and the relationship a between the two girls. They are obviously, I'm assuming they they are sisters in real life. Um, like the acting is so effortless. Like it just sounds like they were just they just pressed record while it was happening, and like the jokes are kind of like you. It's almost like you couldn't write them unless you did them. Mm-hmm. Because it's only the it's like if I asked you to draw like a one-year-old, you would put too much thought into it. Like yes. there's a special kind of scruffy. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh. Uh-huh. Or, you know, the kind of just like, oh, that's mummy's face, kind of thing, and it's just mm-hmm. what, you know, like like and genuinely some so many nice, touching, like so many episodes where you're just like, oh. Like, and what's really cool about it is that they, like, hide, like, other things in it that are, like, like, tiny bits of, like, because it kind of, like, works like the Simpsons where, like, sort of every episode is a reset, if that makes sense. Okay. And it's usually, like, again, like, some of the, like, the games they make up are amazing. Um, And, uh, like, every time it's, like, they come up with a new game and, like, it's kind of based on the kids' imaginations. And so, like, there's one where, like, the mum and dad come home and they're like, oh, like, we're so tired we've been out and the kids are no, we still want to play. And they're like, well, look, you can play for five minutes, but we don't want to do anything. We're just going to lie here. And so they literally, like, the mum and dad sort of, like, fall asleep on one another and they're like, oh, it's Mount Mum and Dad. And they're like, it's about this story about them trying to climb Mount Mum and Dad. And, uh, and like, obviously they're like climbing, you know, the two girls are climbing up and like the faces, the things they have to overcome to get, you know, to climb Mm -hmm. up them and stuff. And they inevitably learn something along the way. And it's, there's a nice kind of moral at the end. Um, But what's nice is they tackle some like really big topics, um, in a really nice, wholesome way. And a really like... A political way which is quite nice actually as well and that it's just like a, a, some cool messaging and like the music's really cool there's loads of classical music in it mm-hmm. um, and like cool references but then what's also really good is like there's bits where like, um, like there's one bit no one really seemed to I genuinely uh, my name is Andrew Grose I'm 34 years of age um, and I googled this to see if it was um, uh, correct but I picked up on it and I thought it was a really good moment uh, there's a bit where For Mother's Day, the two girls want to reenact how the mum and dad met, and they are doing like a play. Mm -hmm. And so one of them is playing the dad, very funnily. It must—I can't believe it's not—he's not their dad. Like you would not like the jokes and the way they say things are so funny. And um, like uh, they're uh, uh, doing this, um, doing this play. And it's, you know, like they're joking about it. And obviously like when she plays the dad, it's really funny, you know, whatever. And like, he's putting on a voice and they all dress up or whatever. And then, um, like, uh, and then they're like, oh, you know, and then they met. And then, you know, suddenly mommy was pregnant and one of the girls comes in and she's got a balloon under her kind of jumper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they start like, inevitably they get distracted really easily. So they start like sort of, sort of tummy bumping each other. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they're like, yeah, what about the play kind of thing? And then they do it and the balloon pops. And the mum and dad, the dad quickly grabs the mum's hand. And there's like a second where you're like, oh, like if you're an adult. Where does this go? You Your brain goes like, what? And it gets serious for two milliseconds. But it's such a quick frame that the dad literally like does it and grabs her hand. And it's like oh, was there a miscarriage then? Like kind of thing is that, was there, you know, that did something happen before they? And and like tiny little things that are like tickled in there that enough that you're like, oh, there's like more depth to this. And like when when it does, something comes in, you're like, oh, it was really cool. So yeah, it's a kid's programme, but it's genuinely like one of the sweetest, like nicest things. Like genuinely, if I was an adult. Bluey, literally blue 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 with a Y on the end. Nice. Keep the e, and uh, so nice. And it's been like, like I'm so into nice. Like finish it, and I was like, that was so nice. And we were genuinely sad when it, uh, you know, when it, when it. We've watched it through like, I'm sure we'll watch it another million times. He's not even old enough to understand really what's going on, but sure, he's. We've already decided first birthday party bluey themed bluey. Uh, it's good because nice. it's one he's they've won our hearts you know and that's what matters right so um nice. so yeah just so nicely done so good to see something that's like thought about and you know uh-huh. obviously like you know being a dad you're like oh you just want to put in the best things you know and you're uh-huh. like and so it's so nice to see something that it's like managed to kind of steer clear of I don't know, just, and put in only the good things. And it's, like, really nicely made. And, again, like, there's so many things. Even, like, it's nice that, like, there's loads of, I- loads of ideas for games and stuff like that, that, like, they come up. And, obviously, like, they must have, it can only have come from the kids. Like, there's no way, you know, adults would have, um, you know, come up with those kind of games. And, like, again, it's they, really cool, even creatively, how they, like, blur imagination and... Reality, like everything is yeah. like you know, they play like a game and it's an island, but it's rug in the middle of the carpet. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. slowly things will change and they'll like make jokes and and like, uh, uh, yeah, they'll like make uh, uh, uh jokes and things and like, uh, uh, and it will bend the truth and like, nice, do you know what I mean? And then like snap back to uh, uh like mm-hmm. uh, reality and like the imagination games that they'll play like uh, 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 again they like just bends the truth a little bit and like the, the world sort of molds a little bit and then we'll like come back to um you know like reality but yeah so i've gushed about this um for far too long now but honestly <laughs> it's such a nice no it um, sounds great actually it sounds nice like program. something
1: i will watch
0: you are you hardly I've got honestly anime
1: anime and kids program honestly bluey it's
0: um it's it's so it's so good it's so it's just nice it's just like, oh, that was really nice. You know, like it makes you laugh. And like the girls are hilarious. Some I mm. I laugh at more of the more of the jokes um than he does. So
1: Well, there you go. And there you go. That but brings na- us nicely. Well, it onto does it brings
0: our... us straight onto our, <laughs> straight our topic onto today. Our topic. Actually seamlessly Seamless. um, transition um into um guitar playing, which we all um, guitar, guitar, which obviously exactly inspired the by topic. Um, Eric Clapton's guitar, Blackie. Um,
1: <laughs> nice, yeah. Blackie there we and go. Bluey.
0: Irony notwithstanding, and um, nice. Um, so, uh, what I thought we'd talk about is we haven't, which is weird considering it's such a p- big part of our lives, and yeah. and a big part of our childhoods and aspirations and
1: interests. Um, what's so the guitar? The guitar
0: and, gu- and it's just really guitar weird, music.
1: Well, just guitar in general is like it is funny that we haven't addressed it. We've obviously mentioned it, and we've talked a little bit about our backgrounds, and mm-hmm. so we won't kind of trudge through the same field. Mm. But um, yeah, we've not talked about guitar, and it is important. Is it still important to you? Well, I was gonna. Say, I mean, I.
0: I think like most people it's like a roller coaster for me like mm-hmm. I kind of have big periods where I'm like it's all I can think about practice every single day till I die and then <laughs> and then a kind of also a gra- and then a, and then inevitably like whether it's some kind of life event or whatever and, or you know just work or whatever, then it will kind of drift away. And then, you know, usually the internet leads me back, you know, thinking about it. Like certainly with the new Chili's record, I've been kind of like really thinking about it. And also like a lot of I'm finding, um, you know, a few artists that like have really kind of uh, inspired m- m- my interest, but I, th- I think it's a, a, a constant. I definitely, uh, I've had big periods of being uninspired, but I, I um,
1: In general, or with specifically the guitar?
0: Oh, um... I think the guitar, in as much as, you know, I had interests that were... Like, I spent a lot of time in, you know, getting into... Not even, I mean, I seem to have become this kind of synth guy. Like, I'm really not a synth guy, but kind of just got into other sides of production... I spent a lot of time learning that and that kind of pulled me away from the the time points I would spend on guitar. So I've spent a good few years really like in that world and really trying to get good at it and and, and kind of uh, um, find the sounds that I want. And and I I think really the only thing has been just I feel like I'm still chasing a, I kind of feel like, okay, well, I've got good at that now and I've, I was good at that and now can I push them, can I find how they fit yeah, together somehow? Go. And, and nice. that's that's kind of where I'm at now is, is kind of finding new inspiration and, and new new ways to kind of fit these two things together. Like I'm definitely, and we're going way down the road here, but i kind of really, really excited by the idea of like, one really good guitar, and one really good amp. You know, <laughs> nice. like just yeah, no, as, the, as 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 is age that. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like I've been on. I would have a restraining order if magnetones
1: were real. I just how can't. many how many guitars do you own? This is on my list. I'm going even further down the road. Oh yeah, was, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, question on my list.
0: 1 2 4 Okay.
1: That's pretty restrained.
0: Yeah, I got rid of a lot. Okay. Uh partly which is I mean, you know, I'm
1: yeah, the why is important.
0: Yeah, like I I'm a one guitar kind of guy. And 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 I think you know, like that one guitar has like <laughs> has changed until I got my custom shop, mm-hmm. and both in the idea of the custom shop and the fact that you know, for me that, that's still like getting that from Fender is still the mm. like the biggest thing You know, like being endorsed by
1: them is like the biggest thing. And for, it was like actually a customized guitar, yeah, as rather, in for you know, me, yeah, for yeah, yeah, you. exactly. So yeah. rather than just the that. A nice one from the line. You
0: know? Yeah, so I, I feel like, regardless, I mean, there was never any way I was ever getting rid of anything like that. But also, like, you know, I, I, my first guitar, you know, kind of thing is like, you know, I had a, I had a, PV Raptor, mm-hmm. a Strat like in Sunburst. Again, I didn't pick it. I got it for Christmas, um, and I played that to death. And then I used all my savings to buy a Mexican classic 50s telly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: 50s classic, I think it was back then. And then I bought a Mexican Strat in Midnight Wine. A 60s Strat, I think it was classic 60s, from my guitar teacher. And... So they were kind of like the ones I like, you know, took me up through my teenage years. And then I pretty much, I had, actually, I've had a few guitars and <laughs> I didn't think I did.
1: The realization. Yeah,
0: yeah. I had an SG for a bit, mm-hmm. a 61 SG mm-hmm. uh, reissue. Um, Again, I was super into Incubus, a band called Malajub, um, and a few other bands that like, had that sound and I just loved it. And I thought that would be me, but just kind of fell into it and then fell out of that kind of sound. I think also like my knowledge of guitar at that time, I didn't really know what I was doing as far as setting it up. And I feel like I made my, I feel like SG's are kind of prone to some problems anyway. So it's one of the guitars that I wish I could have, I could go back and I'd I'd have done a much better job of, Mm -hmm. of making it do what it needed to do. Um, and then I... Actually, then I took the necks of my sh- original Strat and Telly and swapped them around and made a Strat oh. neck on a Telly body. Um, and I did that for a long time into Arcane Roots. And I had a custom guitar made. Um, and, uh, and then I kind of had like a few issues with that. And then Fender... Um, Fine, uh, well, finally, Fender, uh, <laughs> I, I, after they asked me down a few times and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I don't have any money. <laughs> like, sure. I, I, and they're like, you know, because that's, you know, there's those people who are like, come down to the show, um, dah, dah, dah. and then you're like, end up there at the till and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: It <laughs> <Yeah>, was going <laughs> like, down. I yeah. don't
0: have no money. Uh-huh. Um, I was in a poor band. And um, and then, um, actually, shout out Russell North. Shout the hell out, Russell North. Yeah. What hey, an absolute dude. Um, made my life. And he's super cool. And they came to a few shows. And then he was just like, hey, man, I just want to hook you up, basically. And believed in us when we were like nothing. And so, yeah, he, he gave me... It's at home, actually. I, I'm in the process of um, giving it a new lease of life because I love it. Uh but I wanted to change the pickups in it, so I leave that guitar at home. But it's a nice deluxe in not sunburst, but like a kind of ready sunburst.
1: I don't was know it to really? I thought it It's more it. yellowy, like a tobacco burst.
0: No, it's like a like a yellow into a red. I put the red oh. on the outside. I don't know what it's called, but it's like I I, I uh, yeah. That was a that's a. Uh, Deluxe Telecaster. Oh, no, Telecaster. oh, that's your Tele, sorry.
1: I thought I was thinking of your Strat.
0: Oh, no, no, no. And then um, I had that, that one, that was my number one. Good, you know, And I just played that and played that and played that and played that and played that. And then I had a Select Series HSS Strat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I felt like it was a bit too Santana-y. I love the sound of it, but like it was kind
1: of- I love the chord shape. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like i I'm just imagining it. Um, beautiful guitar, played amazing, but- um, as, as sad as it sound, like the, the finish on it I always loved it and like obviously I was given it so like that that was mm-hmm. I was just like amazing and it was like the best guitar I owned but the finish it felt like the flame was like a bit too PRS-y it just wasn't my thing and and then um and then yeah and then um the, uh, they said hey well, you know like why don't you just get one built and I was like Pfft, like don't be stupid I can't afford that Mm -hmm. like no 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 like we'll do it for you and and then um yeah i had my my 63 custom shop which is basically stock 63 custom shop but it's got a hard tail Mm -hmm. uh, and locking tuners um and that i just have played that every day ever since like that was just it's just everything and it's. I mean, not even inadvertently, it's just the colour I wanted, but it, it I mean it now it looked, it didn't used to, it was perfectly pristine at the when I got it. But um now it kind of looks like that John Freshante one, which is you know, I'm fine with. Um yeah, yeah. why not? Exactly. And uh and yeah, that's kind of been my my tool, I suppose, for I don't even know how many years now. A long, mm. a long, long time. Like I say the other guitars I have are more like I have a Takamini uh well it's an acoustic but I don't know what it's called oh a P5 a P5 DC of course nice. Um yeah kind of just dreadnought and then I have a, a standard uh, HH Telecaster which I use mainly for like double tracking mm-hmm. um, just good to have something I don't have anything with humbuckers at all other than that mm-hmm. guitar so which actually I want to swap for um, I'm going to try rabe's silos in it nice um, uh, uh, well in the Bridge anyway, because um, mm-hmm. I just kind of want a guitar to just do the gain thing, just sure. humbucker gain, double tracking, just thick sausage of distortion is kind of what I'm after. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. Now I have, like I say, literally those four. So I have my humbucker Tele, my Strat, my acoustic, and then my other Telecaster, which I am so horny basically for a Telecaster right now. I'd love to get a custom shop Telecaster. I really want a white Telecaster with a rosewood neck. It's really oh. what I want. Just as old as possible. I want oldest spec, all vintage. I don't have to tour it anymore. It's going to be great. It can stay nice. And I want oh, a Magnetone. One of their, uh, uh, I think they do a 1x12. hmm I listened oh, to wow. okay. Danish P play
1: that the other day. You're going, and You're going met. very loud loungy.
0: Oh, I'm Sing so it. excited by that though, right now. Yeah. I no, love Just I love my amps, but what I would love is like a really boutique, clean, put to pushed clean amp. And I just. Specked out guitar that I know will stay nice as well. That's what I'm sure. excited for. It's like my strat has been through the blender. Like, part of me is like, should I have just got another guitar and used that live? Because I just have had to really, like, when I'm complete, had to like, completely strip it out and put it back all, all together because it's just been sweated to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I literally, Anderton's website, all your Icelandic views. <laughs> You're welcome. I literally just like, oh yeah. Just the idea of small and like two pedals, like that uh Chase Bliss uh o- automatone, is that what it is? Oh, it's like sure. faders on it. I think that's what it's called. It's basically nice. like a Benson boost. Um and a faders system and then like kind of the, the Chase Bliss kind of brains. Um okay. but it's basically like on faders, so you, you have like parametric EQ and you can switch the uh, analog you can switch the uh, chip from like germanium silicon and jfet I think nice. so it's like just light very and you can just shape that to be perfect all the toys yeah oh, but that's it just that's what I'm oh that's what like you want just you have one power, all that I had amp, all this stuff and now okay. all I want is condense just condense and refine oh I just feel like yeah that's that's just where I'm where I'm flying to? How about you, Matt? Nice.
1: <sighs> wow. Um, so yeah, we got me? we got deep real quick, <laughs>
0: but that's where you I'm at s- straight in.
1: <laughs> you know, that's I have a, um, I still have it actually at home, and I really mean to get it. Although I had a my first guitar was a a Squire, mm. but I had strong. They used to they did a, a red and a blue, a black one that most people had. Okay, uh, with the little headstock, mm-hmm. and then. I was in the shop and they did, I found a blue one and it had the bigger 70s 70s headstock. headstock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Which actually I preferred at the time, but now I'm totally the opposite. Yeah. I'm Um, 60s
0: headstock or die.
1: Yeah. But I I was really proud of the fact that it was blue and that it wasn't red or black. Mm -hmm. Um, And then me and my friend who is not a musician in any way, but he's, we did lots of kind of projects, I guess (laughs) we're growing (laughs) up together. Uh, Great ideas, like taking my guitar apart and then doing a really bad spray paint job on it. Strong, um, so
0: like that, it and look, sti- that, and stickers. Oh,
1: yeah! Know? I never did stickers, but this this spray paint job is pretty yeah. bad. Um, so yeah, that's been resigned to a cupboard ever since. I think I don't even think it's okay. ever been put back together. So what was the um, what, blue? Not blue anymore. No, it, it was it was like blues and whites and just uh, like Van Halen kind of, vibes. What's the Oh no, no, not a fan anymore. Just okay. just whatever we were doing. It okay. wasn't stripey, it was just Life. whatever we're feeling. Exactly. Oh. And then um And then my kind of my when I was eighteen I got a um a Les Paul, sure. a, 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 it was a played Gibson. One. I mean you never know, really? Yeah. Oh man. It's entirely if you're Yeah, if you're you and a Fender guy, (laughs) then a Les Paul is such a different experience. I bet, yeah. But kind of, so the Les Paul I got was, it's a 2003 Les Paul classic Mm -hmm. um, in your kind of red to yellow burst. Like you say, like a classic Jimmy Page. Uncovered pickups. Sure. So it had the black. No, 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 pick guard. If it's, I, I took the pickguard off, right. but it's a nine. It says 1970 on it, uh, so it's, it's 1970 spec. But uncovered pickup uh, pickups, which okay. was the key. Right. So at the time, you could get a Les Paul standard as well, which had the silver pickups. But mm-hmm. I pre- always preferred the uncovered. It looks a bit more raw. Sure. Um, was that a Slash got, inspired? Yeah, no, because mm-hmm. I never really thought. I never really saw Slash as someone I could play guitar like. Mm-hmm. I never. Well, I never really uh, have gone for the learn every note and imitate sure. type yeah, yeah, yeah. approach I've just jammed along with stuff um and uh a lot of Guns and Roses was quite hard to jam along with because mm. it was a half a step down a lot of the time or um yeah so that was confusing when you don't know what's going on yeah uh, man if you're
0: da- <laughs> tuning down can do one as far as I'm concerned I'm, I'm f- all
1: I'm, I'm all about half a step down now
0: okay it does sound it does. like E flat does, does sound great. It does something it does to guitars that 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 sound great. It's definitely got that sag to it. There's something yeah. about it,
1: definitely. Um, yeah. So I still have that guitar now, and it actually it sounds really good. Okay. Um, like a few friends have borrowed it for recording and stuff, and it always gets like, wow, that guitar sounds great. So that's like my humbucker guitar, and the one I'll I played it so much, like from eighteen to mm-hmm. whenever. That um, it's got all the scars of Battle. whatever I was doing, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll never get rid of it, and mm. huge sentimental value. But it wasn't a slash thing; it was more of a. Uh, I got a Marshall half stack and, and a Les Paul, and I was like, and oh. a cry baby, war," and I was like, "I thought this was, I thought this is all there was. What was. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't really look at anything else." Um, so what was I your half stack?
0: Okay,
1: eight hundred. Oh no 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 no! It was uh, an AVT. Oh 150H sure. Fifty H with they had the MG series and mm-hmm. then the AVT was like apparently a little bit better. So I got that. Sure. Yeah, I had a Valve uh, State
0: for a while. I remember that was. Yeah, that's
1: the same same okay. kind of thing. Valve State two thousand or something. Mm-hmm. I said not it. But yeah, solid state. The the actually the head sounded really good. And mm-hmm. like when I was in school uh, in a band, I used to put it through a PA speaker. What? And um, was it a PA speaker or was it just a cab? No, maybe it was just a cab that was lying around. Um... Because the the cab and the speakers that came with it were it sounded terrible, right. so and I was like, why does it sound so bad? Uh, my friend had a like uh, he had a Marshall Mode Four at the time, which was like wow. sure. amazing. Yeah, they were and so, huge. They were four hundred watts, mm. but all solid state yeah, with yeah. The, like the metal grill, um, and a massive cab. And mode Four. So, that
0: wasn't the one that was inspired by Serge, not Surge, uh, Dar- Dar- Darren. Darren. Yeah.
1: I think he was something to do with it, okay. potentially, yeah. Um, I think he played them for a while. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I've got still got that head actually um, okay. in, a, in a cupboard somewhere because um, I got it signed by Jim Marshall once. So nice. In like 2006 or something. So uh, yeah, I kept it and sold the cab years ago. Um, and then along the way, I guess I've had... I did a thing where I'd buy... Guitars on that were really cheap Mm. or looked cool, uh, both of which uh, it's a bit of a hit and miss way to find a guitar you really like. (laughs) Um, but I bought like a night, I was in, uh, do you remember a shop called Sound Control? Yes, yeah, there was one in Manchester and, uh, very near where I went to university, and, um, I went in one day and they had uh, an SG, an Epiphone SG for 99 quid. And I was like, wow. I was in 1900. Yeah. Something like that. And I think it was 99 quid. And so I ended up buying one. Mm. Um, so I played that a lot through uni because it was, yeah, it was better than my Squire, obviously, and sure. different from my Les Paul, a mm. lot lighter. Um, So yeah, I sold that a few years later and I also got a Fender Telecaster 72 Custom, which has like okay. a single coil and like a wide-spaced, mm-hmm. it's a wide-spaced single coil, I think, um, in the neck. and But it sounded like re- either really, really warm and round or on the opposite on the bridge was sure. like Wah. really twangy. Yeah, so I, was, I used it but never could find a sound I liked. Sure. And I had a, I bought a Blackstar amp at the time, an HT60 okay. combo thing when I was playing in bands around kind of Guildford. Um, yeah, and then, well, as you know, like it took a, a, a different divergence through music and got into like the design of stuff and mm. how it all works. And and I guess until that point, I'd really not, I'd never really thought about how things Sound or why sure. you know, and all the differences. It's just you know stuff you pick up. So now, like, it's trying to like kind of similarly to you, trying to incorporate all of my knowledge in in the what, sure. to yeah. inspire songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've got I've picked up loads of pedals along the way because I was kind of you know you know working in that industry. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. you can get yourself a good deal occasionally so it's yeah and you just pick up things along the way um so but i, I did get a, a fender custom shop telly um, mm. yeah it's a good looking 2018 and i seem to have i don't know what it is uh a penchant for red yellow brown color guitars Face and burnt um, orange your favorite color <laughs> <laughs> well remembered mm. yeah yeah but um I think so. At the moment, I have a real hankering. It doesn't really matter what it is, but a hankering for a green, a blue, a white, or a black guitar.
0: Okay. Um, Any kind. Do you have a, do you have a, does, I mean, we, I mean, we should have said what, instead of what we're excited about, there's always something. Like I have an endless, I, I don't, oh, here we go. The there's list. always something that I'm just, you know, late at night. Yeah. Open Google and I'm like, all right, uh-huh. Toman, you know, <laughs> yeah, all right, Anderton's, what you got? Guitar, guitar, let's see, you know, mm-hmm. have a little cruise Or, like, again, Anderton's, all the you know, anything Danish Pete plays it was just seems so amazing. Um, which is a, I mean, you know, I did just buy him instead. Um, but <laughs> um, his fingers, uh, but yeah, like, again, just, just always something on the list. You're like, oh, I'd Sure. It's such a such a little It's a niggle. Perverse. I it is a perverse, yeah. <laughs> it? It's like <laughs> this endless
1: quest for like just this little niggle, like yeah. a little hoop to jump. Oh if I forget that, then I could do X exactly. and, and just we'll a little see. progression. I'm actually doing um I'm kind of in that zone at the moment selling a, a bunch of stuff to kind mm. of simplify. Um but yeah, the friend, the the telecaster is what I've been playing for, like, the last four years. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty much exclusively. And then, but then I got this Fender uh, DeVille 410 amp. Oh, nice. Uh, That was, like, about 18 months ago. Bought it off a friend of mine um, after I borrowed it. And I was like, oh, cool, the Fender sounds are right. And then I I also bought, I think, five years ago now, uh, a Gibson 335. Nice. uh, Which is double humbuckers, but Mm semi-hollow. So it's... Less in your face, yeah, but more yeah, open, yeah, yeah. Um, and so. But that sounds amazing through the Fender. Something so, about um, Gibson's
0: and Fender amps, yeah, sound great. Like the Dry Honestly. the River guys had
1: Gibson's through Fenders,
0: and they always used to sound amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Some something again. Obviously, you know, you're just. I suppose you're just. You know, anyone who plays this, uh, going for the single coil thing, is looking for that kind of chime. Because obviously True. it's like a traditionally a less output uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, pickup. So obviously with the Gibson you're getting that push that they, we would only get if we really cranked our. Uh, you know that's kind of our, what we're aiming for really is that kind of pushed mm-hmm. clean, you know, broken up clean. But obviously with the humbuckers you can you, you get that
1: bit more. of... You can get it. Well, fat. the thing I really need for the amp is an attenuator okay. to kind of. Yeah, I've got
0: a two twelve Deville, um, and oh nice. Um, yeah, I mean I used to play it live we we did stadiums with it and i think i never got it past four yeah it's just yeah they're crazy loud monster even funny i've having the um uh i got one of the two notes uh 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 two note torpedo studio mm-hmm. and um funny i thought interesting is obviously with that it's like gotten attenuate so i can like actually like even as an yeah, experiment, I was it. like twelve. Like what what happens now? And uh, yeah. it doesn't sound as good. Doesn't sound as good as you think it would. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think what I've realised is that most amps, um, if you gun them, it's 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 not quite usually past half way or half power. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's a sweet spot to be had there sure, where, sure. where everything's working in conjunction. But when I've gunned yeah. them through the attenuator, anyway, I've yet yeah. I haven't done it in real life but i find that that you i think you 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 just end up pushing it you're not you, you but there's a point where it's where it stops becoming better mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah i agree and sitting to my left i also have a uh, a faith acoustic oh nice. Which i bought in like 2014 i think and that's Again, that's that's a guitar I'll never get rid of. Okay, uh, it's quite local, isn't it? English. Yeah. Well, actually, up near my parents in the northwest. Okay. Um, they're based just inside Wales. Right. Uh, no, sorry, it's just inside. Is it Wales? Yeah, I think it's just Wales. But yeah, they're um, so yeah, British, but amazing. It just sounds, it just sounds amazing, I, and real. I can't. I think that's the thing: is that over time you. Like, like I said, buying stuff because it looks cool, or buying mm. stuff because it's on a deal or something. It's cool, I've found for a little bit, but then it becomes a point where you're like, you want to get rid of it. And everything that I've bought, just because I go, oh, this, again, like ignoring the color thing, mm-hmm. I've liked my 335 I bought because it sounded and played amazing. Mm. And my uh, Tally, I was like, this is great. I just really like it. Mm-hmm. So, um, those decisions have kind of paid off more in the long run mm-hmm. uh, and taken me longer to pay off.
0: <laughs> well, the, I mean, yeah, that's the... Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the downside. That's
0: the... Yeah, it's the same, you know, like I say, having... Once I got my custom shop, I was like, like even, you know, even to Fender, like they were very kind, they'd always get in touch. if You know, obviously there'd be a new line, you know, I, I know how to play the game and it's like, well, I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. Um. So there'll be a new guitar and obviously i'll be like cool you know like if i like it if, or if it's i can use it in some way you know then um you know then i'll do it and there's some things i was like oh it's just not really my kind of cup of tea um but here yeah, once i got my custom shop i was like i mean great but like th- there's just such a difference <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah, in, in yeah, the yeah. in the feel like you know my telecaster deluxe is you know it's not uh a, uh a, a, my my deluxe series Telecaster, should I add? Really confusing mm-hmm. name. Rather than the seventies like sure double pickup kind of thing. Um, uh, like I I love that Telecaster, but I, I know for a fact that you know it, it, I can do my best, but there, there's a there's another level that that is just like my Strat is just the most comfortable thing to play and 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 just play so. You know, effortlessly and con- and and consistently. You know, uh, uh, as well. Like I can just get so much out of it. And like the mm-hmm. telly sounds great. I think, I think there's more in the feel of it than the sound of it necessarily. I, I think you're gaining maybe about five percent in in tone if you've set it up well and you know whatever you. Mm-hmm. At a point, you know, if you as in a, a high level, you know, Gibson or Fender into a custom shop of either. But I think the feeling of it is definitely, you know. And the finish and the kind of everything just generally being sort of rounded off a
1: little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. And and you know whatever that I've been mean, go down that rabbit hole uh, of woods and whatever. But there's de- mm-hmm. there's a huge difference definitely in in, in the feel and I, I definitely in the in the in the sound too. But I, I really think the feel is the main uh, um, the main thing uh to me even like the finishes and everything like that as well just just um and and with that then obviously like playability and you could argue well that changes how you you know you do it but um yeah definitely perving on telecast in fact they don't even exist i haven't found i can't find a single telecaster in the world um that is a white telecaster with a rosewood neck it's oh. just not in it's just not in
1: neck or or um, as in f- fretboard. fretboard. yeah oh you could definitely get them i'm sure there's a, uh, a- i've looked
0: a- on every single Oh, really yeah just no one it's just not what anyone's into right now everyone wants maple necks with heavy relicking. Uh, it seems yeah you know and that's cool Fair enough. but uh i don't want i mean what's your feeling on the whole relicking thing
1: well i Bought one. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that, as in, but uh, yours,
0: it's not that
1: reliced, right? Uh, it's got. It's got this whole buckle rash thing, which you can see. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, this the arm thing. Yeah, hey, I'd say and, that's a gentle thing. So it's probably a heavy relic, but not super heavy. Yeah, I, I, um, I wouldn't even say heavy. I would just say. And the most important thing is the the back of the neck. Sure, yeah, nice, um, dirty. That's him. really smooth, and it's also this is like. I bought it just because I liked it. Oh, I picked it up because I liked it. And um, then I found out that it's actually the series by um, a shop in the US called Wildwood. Um,
0: uh, man, I mean, we haven't got to Wildwood. Guitar Heroes yet,
1: but Greg Cock, oh, I know. mate. But they do a, um, they have like a, a program with Fender Custom Shop. Sure. Um, so it's t- like a, t- a
0: 10 Top, or whatever it's called. Yeah,
1: or Dealer Select, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do the Wildwood 10s, which is a 10-inch radius neck, which is specific to them. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those. And I didn't realise at the time. I just went, oh, I really like it. Um, So in my dreams, in the far out future, Mm -hmm. one day I want to be in the US for some reason Mm -hmm. and then drive a car to Wildwood and buy a Strat of the same series. Okay, in in a fictional future, this yeah, is not yeah. a, I mean, a plan. It doesn't have to be.
0: You can make that a reality.
1: I could, but yeah. I'll sell a kidney. But okay. it's um, they also. What I really like is it's a quite flamey in the neck. I don't know if you can see oh, okay. that. Okay, uh, not too. But clean, it's no. all it's all flamed. Um, Flame. But yeah, it's 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 actually from 2014. So I got it hand in oh, nice. 2018. Okay. Um, in Norm's Grow Guitars, and it's um
0: oh, that's a cool cool
1: story. Yeah, but it's it, it, the thing is for me, it's I'm not really into, or I'm not really bothered about the real historic stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, that if it plays, I mean, I played once. I played a fifty thousand euro Les Paul, sure, um, and I and I didn't. I think my Les Paul plays better. that's just sure sure that's that's just my opinion i mean i think this but this particularly was because the frets were very worn so it was a lot harder to to fret and note right um but yeah i guess it's it's just a personal it's a personal experience isn't it
0: um yeah it's a funny thing the whole like you know I i mean i'm trying to actually trying to find this telecaster i've been um Amazing, like, you know, if you order things by price first or highest price first, like, some incredible, like, £12,000 12, Joe Strummer, whatever I keep seeing coming up, and obviously the uh Jimmy Page uh Dragon Telecaster, like, oh, some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously someone's paying them, but I feel like you're in art money at that point, Yeah, you know? I don't think it's necessarily a guitar anymore. Uh, it's I think it's an, N- it's an NFT kind of thing, you know, like, uh, for, like... It, it becomes yeah that's that's insane for 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 you know unless you know that's you'll be in on end when you're going to play it and use it i think it's sad yeah, if it's yeah. just sat on the wall you know like, yeah definitely
1: but i guess it's the the idea is and this is like what you were saying earlier about uh it coming and going kind of thing it's just mm-hmm. it having something that inspires you or mm-hmm. maybe a couple of things and it's not you know i've I'm in cell mode again, like you want to kind of just have a few things that I know. Oh, if I pick that up, it'll kind of do this. And that makes me do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to find having enough tools to, to suit any occasion. Um, and yeah, for, yeah. In the same way, in the same way for you, I find that like when I went away for two months, I, I planned to take a guitar with me. I think I said it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't end up doing that because a friend had one out there. Um, and I played that for a little while, but it was quite nice to to not. And to. Sure. I always see it as like, if you're doing something else, you're building up inspiration. <laughs> yeah. That points. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, like, if I don't play for a while, mm-hmm. then you build it, you're building up your inspiration points and then you'll have more to come out when you finally do get to it. Mm-hmm. But it does—I do find it takes you longer to get there initially mm-hmm. because you have to kind of get get back to a point where your skill is where you, where your ear expects it to be. If you see what I
0: mean? Oh, it's definitely a um uh like a kind of a countdown timer. Like uh, uh you know, I still uh. Like uh, definitely at the moment, I'm really trying hard to like get back into just ensuring every day I'm practicing at least you know x sure. amount of time. Again, mm-hmm. uh, often you know, like obviously, it's kind of part of my work, but I'm not practicing. I'm no. just like doing, if you know, and mm-hmm. and like that's fine. And you know, I'm you know. Usually spend a bit of time learning whatever it is, or working out what I'm going to do, and and obviously like focus on playing it well and in time and clearly or whatever. Um, uh, and it's definitely I'm definitely feel like I'm coming back into uh, a, a wave of it. Like certainly, even for a while, uh, uh, finding like Julian Lage and, and or Large, Um like his playing's been really inspiring and really made me want to. Um, uh uh, practice uh uh, well again to take more serious practice rather than like making uh, I kind of been just making me uh, for so long yeah I I, I feel like oh I'm really excited to just spend some time learning other people's stuff and and kind of try and be a bit more studious in that because I find I just play like me now and 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 that's fine if you're just doing that but like I feel like I, I, that pool becomes a bit stagnant after a while, you know. And yeah, and I, I, yeah, kind of and I like... guess
1: you wanna you wanna kind of build up, like explore new areas and kind of build new skill in your. Oh, own. exactly. Yeah,
0: so. in the same way, you know, with with anything, and and like definitely, you know, I feel like there's always work you can do on that connection between your your well either hand, even on a smaller level, but like uh, your your brain and your hands. Like I I used to love it. Uh, uh, and it's really one of the big things I miss about touring that much is that, like, after a month of, like, touring, you're just – the connection between you and your instrument is just, like, s- instant. Like, and it's such a cool – like, and I would have the best ideas and, like, you know, I feel like it's like a exposure thing. You know, that, like, you you're just – Doing that training and 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 playing those notes and and the muscle memory and everything like that, like it's just one of the best feelings, you know. Like, it's,
1: like uh, it's almost athletic, really, in a way. Oh yeah, exactly. You're just you in know. tune,
0: like literally yeah. you're, with yourself, even, you know. And and um, you know, always we always would make sure that we left so much space to, to still be creative as well, you know, and be able to play a new song if we wanted to or. Um, extend a bit or, you know, we'd always kind of leave big gaps for us to be able to have fun with stuff like that. And that was always like such a good reason, you know, or like, oh, I'm going to come up with a new thing every night to do here or or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I kind of miss that. It was quite fun to just have time to think about that. You know, I might even have a melody or, or even, I mean, just having like an hour to warm up. Mm-hmm. And, like, just focus on that and it be quite meditative. Like, it was just such a great way to be, like... I really miss being that in tune with my instrument. Um, and I really want to try and get back to that. Like, certainly, um, yeah, like... And, obviously, I mean, undeniably, obviously, with the New Chili stuff, um, you know, even if funny enough, they were just... I think in one of the interviews they were like, oh, you know, he just plays along to records in his house all day. And I was like, oh, I haven't played along to a record in so really long. Really, that's what he does? Apparently so.
1: Amazing. So I was oh, as like, in Chili's, Chili's records?
0: No, no. As in, he, he, uh, John Frusciante I just, just, just ah. yeah, just, just spends hours playing along to put other people's records and working them out.
1: <laughs> did you say, in that Anthony Kiedis uh, interview with Zane low he did say that, uh, it, it seemed, I think it was that when John said, I'm ready to come back to the band, he was like, ready i've yeah. been practicing yeah yeah you know, yeah. it well, wasn't I mean- like i'm emotionally ready so give me give me a couple of weeks it was like <laughs> no 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 i'm ready yeah i've hit peak practice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know it's, it's it's i always used to play to play to records and mm-hmm. actually just jamming with as if you're jamming with the band oh absolutely yeah uh but not even playing the song necessarily sure um and it's i thought it's one of my favorite things ever and then i guess there's um a few people who Make great backing tracks, which is like... A, that's a new thing, though, I for me, anyway. Um, yeah, I, never really... I did it for a bit. I used to um,
0: get the ones out of guitar magazines a lot, and I used sure. to play along to those a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, my picks for the playlist today, both of them are um or the two that I was thinking of and deciding one. Both of them were songs that I learnt via Guitarist magazine. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, I used to do that a lot in the old. I had, a, had like one of those kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, like hi fi's, and, and they're kind of just un- unnecessarily big.
1: Are they separates? In no, like- they're not separates,
0: but they look like they are. They're just kind of. Oh lumpy, yeah, 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 You know, like yeah, fine. Um, I don't know what it was, and. Five CD disc changer. Nice. The whole works. All of that. Go through the CDs. Like just. Yeah, it's all necessary. Um, but yeah, it's that and just uh, definitely Guitarist magazine mm-hmm. till I die. Um, I still love that magazine and uh, <laughs> um, and then yeah, like. Uh, getting the, the CDs out of those, I would always try and learn the songs out of that. Because they were really good. They were really like cool songs or like Raikuda or someone like you didn't know, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. certainly when I was that age, you know, I kind of miss it actually. I might just buy one and just start learning. <laughs> It'd be really fun. Um, Definitely. Uh, I'm really, yeah, I'm really kind of in that mode. I, I want to, I'd love to take a day in here and just play along to records. That'd be
1: really fun. You can do it. my Neighbours Mental. You but. can do it you but, can do it so how about you what do you well, I was going to say where well Give how me about me what
0: I oh, know I was spitballing <laughs>
1: okay I was going to say where do you think like where do you think the future of the future of guitar is for you as in as a guitar player like where does your future lie in guitar like what as a as an instrument with a connection to you or what would you like it to be
0: Hmm. I, my, I feel like I'm going in like two directions simultaneously. One direction. Play along to One Direction records. (laughs) Um, One Direction. I am increasingly excited by just simple songwriting and great playing. And more and more so into jazz guitar playing. <laughs> but also like, also country music is starting to become exciting to me. And as I mentioned before, like Greg Cock, he used to be in a lot of those guitarist things. Sure, And I just thought he was just the coolest guitar player Phenomenal. ever. Not only is he super funny, um, but and he is so original. And I'm sure to his, to his mind, he's just like, oh well that's uh Merle Haggardlick and that's so and, and he's he's quite open about that. But to me, I was like, I you know, that kind of like wild horses bends and stuff that he does and mm-hmm. the picking although chicken picking thing, like I that's such a big part of my technique that's part of me from learning spank it um, uh, was his. Uh, I just, I play that song in sound check all the time. It just to nice. test my bridge pickup basically um, mm-hmm. and get the clean that I want just to get that really kind of percussive uh, uh, clean sound. I remember learning that and I loved his, that fusion of like country and like where country goes, where it becomes nearly fusion but just on the right side of, like, the uh, melodic minor. Like, it's just ting, it's just tickling dissonance and then comes back around again. I thought that was really cool. Um, And obviously, like, the B-bender thing and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I-, I thought, I used to think, I still think, I, I follow him. And actually, he's just put out a thing on, is it True Fire? Okay. But I'm, like, I'm going to buy that. Um, and I'm going to learn it. um. Cause that's really exciting. I'm really into arpeggios at the moment. That's okay. uh, that's really <laughs> that's really Did not wetting that. my whistle. Um it's something that I know uh my I was lucky to have a um shout out Brian Foster, best guitar teacher ever, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um I think you can find him around the world. And if you do, strap strap in. He is the best guitar teacher ever. Um yeah, best teacher I ever had in my life. Um I think I think he's probably still around the Surrey area. Probably find him in the world somewhere. Um yeah, he's he was super into Alan Holdsworth and Pat Rathini. and uh-huh. I didn't know who any of these people were, I just wanted to play Chili Peppers. And uh-huh. um and yeah, he just uh kind of got me my theory really strong, but like there's loads of stuff that I neglected that I didn't like at the time because I was a teenager and I was like, Oh, I like shredding and um, Van Halen, anything to do with Van Halen or Guns N' Roses, any, any of that I was not interested in. I was, cool. I was in the fusion and, and kind of contemporary music um, uh, column. Um, but now that stuff is starting to turn me on a little bit. And, um, wow not that but the techniques of it and so like the whole like you know like whereas I know them intimately like I never did them so got you, got you like yeah. doing the whole kind of sweep picking and arpeggiating thing mm-hmm. now that like my I don't know my, my interest in jazz is ever increasing and I really went down that hole and then I got into the band and then just kind of applied that knowledge I had to trying to sound as much like me I suppose as I as I wanted to mm-hmm. now the idea of like learning that stuff and kind of really putting that into my repertoire I suppose of of practice um, that I'm really excited about and I think I could be on the verge of writing something in a jazz based
1: nice I format. like that
0: but what I think is jazz and not what you know what maybe <laughs> the listeners may think is jazz but but like
1: yeah, but like, your take on it, that's cool. Yeah, and Julian also, Large
0: is, is, is like... like change um, your world. He has changed the world, yeah. I, I've world, always sorry. wanted to play the... My rule was I, I wanted to play the guitar how um, Keith Jarrett plays the piano. And I've never found a guitarist that was doing that until uh, Julian Large came along. And as, as far as I'm concerned, he's the Keith Jarrett of, of guitar. Um, and that is kind of you know, with great power comes great responsibility and he holds that power Mm -hmm. and he wields it responsibly at all times (laughs) and it's tasteful and it's melodic and it has, and he like does really cool shit. Like he, he does like, there's bits where he's like, like it's like he's shredding, but it's on a baseball bat 52 Telecaster into a tiny little fender. And like, He's just, what is really cool is that he's clearly scuffing the notes, mm-hmm. but that's part of the sound. Like he's mm-hmm. doing it as like a, like almost in an ironic sense, but he's like doing it as kind of like, he doesn't seem afraid to be like, he's just trying to get the sound rather than, like he's trying to get a sound rather than the the, or doing the technique. He's kind of That's like using really? it as an expressive thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That, yeah okay. And like, it doesn't matter it. if he miss. He, he's not trying to go like, diddle, 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 diddle. he's trying to go expressive fast thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's uh-huh. not, he's, and, and like, but then he could like go from that and go into something that is so articulate and hard to play. And I love that that that's a part of it. Like it's,
1: and it's a choice rather than exactly.
0: I can, uh, I could do that, but that's not the expression. That's not, that's Uh not why I'm trying to express. uh, 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 And uh, yeah, his, his approach and note choice and everything is just, I love how free it is. There's a song, which I'm going to put in there anyway, um, because I want to, Um, I think it's called, (laughs) I'll be seeing you. Let me just triple check. And I still think about it. um, I think about it every day. Um, I'll be seeing you live, live in Los Angeles, uh, Julian Larch. And he improvises the beginning. And just right in to me, um, P.O. Box, Blue Peter, uh, Teddington Studios. Um, Blue Peter. Blue Peter, exactly. Um, And... um, I don't think, I don't know of anyone that can improvise that. Just what he's doing is some, it's just magic as far as I'm concerned. That's not, that is, like I would be, if, if Bark turned around and that was one of his scores, I'd be like, fair enough. Let alone someone's, very cool. like it's amazing. And he's doing it on the spot in front of all those people as just a bit that goes into a song. I just think that's insane. I I genuinely, Mm -hmm. I've watched that video. So again, Icelandic views, it's me. Um, (laughs) uh, So many times. And that really excites me. At the same time, I'm to round this up and get back to you. I'm so excited about like future guitar and like what's the heaviest, Mm -hmm. most brutal noise you can make rather than like, Mm -hmm. you know, what is the, you know, can you fuse X with X? You know, it's like, I really love the idea of making music that's, again, in that spirit of, like, you're just trying to get the sound rather than the right thing or right. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I love the idea of, like, what is, if you want dissonance, like, and you want jarring and you want heavy and you want brutal, like, if you just took those words for what they were rather than, like, a brutal riff or, or like, you just made... Like something, like something can be dissonant and not be two notes clashing against one another or a semitone apart or something, mm-hmm. you know. Or like something dissonant could be like the production style or something like that, and that, and that, you know, creates a dissonance or whatever, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited by trying to create, and at the same time, I really want to buy a metal guitar, like a oh, you brutal. Keep I, I just want one. I love the idea that no hum. Humbuckers straight in and I can just make something with no hum and play as distorted as I like. So like Do thinking it. about a PRS or a baritone PRS. Um but I don't know yet. I don't there's plenty out there. I, I want to find the right thing for me, but I'd love a brutal metal guitar just mm-hmm. to I'm still working on something which is like Aphex <laughs> twin Venetian like the most dissonant electronica and super heavy guitar playing, but like basically impossible to play. Like I could never play it live ever. Awesome.
1: And is it, love- or is it just like, I, all I imagine when you describe this is like one sound for 10 seconds and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I still, and
0: that's why I want to do it because I don't think anyone's really doing, like I feel like there's a hole there. Like and that's everything I want. Like all the cool production stuff and guitar But done in a tasteful way, like, oh God, you know, like it doesn't, doesn't my language it doesn't have to be like, (laughs) it doesn't have to be like, (laughs) it doesn't have to be a shop demonstration mode. Do you mean like it, it it, can, it can actually be, I can, I can see how it could be and hear how it could be tasteful. But I feel like it's taken me about three years to get to this point to even have the skills. it, It does take time though. It does take time. Uh, enormously yeah yeah. I, I I I, can't I don't even have a reference for wh- how I hear it and, and 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 I've had to learn the kind of production to get that my production to that level where I could do that, that kind of high level thing mm-hmm. it's taken that long already and then let alone try and fix it with this stuff but like that's what I'm really excited about is like the, the like the future of that like I really enjoy the the leaps and bounds that are made by like and, and by watching that like kind of the AI art thing, and um, mm-hmm. like that's exploding right now, uh, like text to image and all this kind of stuff, like is in insane. And like, what's kind of again? I think Code Orange are like the closest on that front. Like they're really exploring those avenues. Definitely, yeah.
1: Definitely. And
0: again, the production is kind of in 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 tandem with that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'd really like to it to still be a song. It's still really like, but. I, 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 I'm kind of got in into like I say I really just want to sit in the corner with a like I say Telecaster and Magnetone like two fucking pedals and just, and just twiddle my life away uh, um, and at the same time like I love an absolute brutal guitar and just to make something on a laptop that is impossible to play and <laughs> And people can leave really shitty comments under it on YouTube, and just like, and not you it succeed. Yeah, just like this isn't play you are. You know, like it's just uh, that's what I'm excited about um, in uh, in the spectrums. Matt,
1: how about you? <laughs> um, as in true me style, mm. I I really the, this philosophy of. Truth being somewhere in the middle. Just this kind of two polars, sack them both off, and just take the middle line. <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I believe in this philosophy so strongly. It's just. It's in everything I do. Like many, uh, so like around 2013 or whatever, I was playing loads and loads of acoustic mm. at the time, uh, and I this guitar here. I got them directly from Faith and uh, asked if we could change the preamp out. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the time there's a the high end preamp is like it's a stereo. Okay. Um so the string's actually stereo pan. Uh and then I put another pickup in it. Okay. Which I put Well, I'm not gonna give it all away because um I s I wanna kinda pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. Well, and um but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically, I have a second pickup. And then, but the idea of the whole thing was how, like, how massive can I make this one guitar? I was sure. in a duo at the time. Mm-hmm. How, how massive can I make this guitar sound? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah. And then I kind of like parked that for a bit. And then, so I'm kind of, trying at this point to do make the same sound mm-hmm. on an electric guitar oh I was also playing Dad Gad drop a step classic a half a step classic I've never done tuning oh that's the best and capos and everything's great um because I love open strings and mm. it's perfect for that because in dadgad three of the strings are the same sure. which is 50% more than standard tuning, Andrew. <laughs> One free. Mm. Uh, and then you can also play, you could play five Ds. Okay. <sighs> Wild. Let's see. That's
0: octaves divs for you.
1: Yeah, and some of them are the same. And But the, the, all that's happening is lots of, well, c sharps, technically. Mm. Um. So yeah, basically I have this idea, kind of similarly to you here, but different, in that I just want to make the biggest, the biggest sound possible, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to be jazz, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be a computer. Okay. I think there's somewhere in the middle, which I'd like to find. Biggest um, in
0: what sense? Like distortion, or biggest during, as in like just, just a I, big sound? Sonically. Okay.
1: And the key is in. The key is in. The door. How many notes are occurring at the same time that are the same?
0: Yeah. I'd also say, like, your
1: setup so okay obviously (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. i keep looking kind of over here because this is where i'm uh, where i'm playing with pedals and and stuff uh but yeah so i think it's really easy to get lost in gear Mm. right we've spoken a lot about it about which guitar have you got which Mm. how many you know all this kind of stuff it's very very easy to get lost there and not do anything with it. And it, mm-hmm. that's fine because mm-hmm. it's fun. And if it's what you want to do, then knock yourself out. It's mm-hmm. great. But I'd like, I'm, I'm wanting to make stuff and I'm wanting to reduce the barrier from me sitting here going, oh, I want to make stuff to actually making stuff sure. uh, and condense that process down to the smallest amount possible uh, in terms of obstacles, not effort. Sure. Um, so I will, obviously I'm prepared to put in the effort to get, to make it as good as I possibly can, Mm. but I don't want to get caught up in, oh, but for that, I'll need this new thing or, or I'll need to go to the moon and Mm. discover a new science until I can release the song. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Like, it just, I, I just like to be able to do it. Um. So there's kind of like a baseline amount of preparation. It's like if you're going to prepare for a zombie apocalypse, right? Mm. You know it's coming. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You heard it here first. Um, But there's some things you need to have in line to have any chance of survival. So this is... I'm in prep mode here, which I I feel like I've got all the gear, but some of it's in my mum's house, some of it's in the garage, you know. I need to gather, do an inventory, sack off the things I don't need. Mm. Potentially, you could... You know, reinvest with the things you don't need, Mm -hmm. consolidate into something you do need. Um, You know, sell ten pairs of pants, buy a can opener. (laughs) It's that kind of philosophy. Yeah. So I'm like, um, like regrouping, and also it's a process because you in, in the in trying to find this, trying to kind of realize this idea sonically. Uh, you go through and work out all the, you know, you're kind of rifling through like the filing cabinet of knowledge that you have in your brain Mm. about all this stuff. So it's a a really big process. Um, And along the way, you're coming up with loads of new ideas for songs and Mm. stuff like that. Um, So yeah, it's, that's what I'm excited. I'm excited kind of, to realize or at least get, try and get close that and as well like if you in saying a song i'm not going to be so abstract with this Mm. if you're writing a song for instance um to lay to the dream for me really to be able to lay down every instrument every instrument myself and like Mm. play play the drums in to Mm. the kind of to where i'd expect and then that that acoustic idea that I I'd had before that I was really exploring solely acoustically. Oh, I can just, I can do that. I can have a, a part of that and then part electric. Oh, and piano. I can stick chum, that in chum, as well chum. and lay some bass down. And it's like, okay, cool. I've got all these little avenues I've gone down previously and just jam it all together mm. um, and, and hope that it makes some kind of sense. And it isn't too... Obviously, you don't want everything to be trying to do everything. So chum. it's, yeah... So yeah that's kind of what I'm excited about the everything part of everything so is this this this
0: big guitar sound yeah does that mean does that mean in in a resonance or is or, is, or are you thinking as in is there like i i'm imagining not distortion
1: I think it applies to both the 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 key one which I've had in my head is basically since I had this song idea a couple of years ago and then I demoed it and I was like, that's sick and that got the idea out of my head. But I know that if I wanted to record that properly mm. or to like, I kind of just threw it the guitars in, I need to, this sound is going to take a while to find. Sure. So in order to realise that song, I need to find the sound. Sure. So it is distorted okay. for this song. Um, it, it's just... And it, the funny thing is, is that I put it, I I, I threw in kind of a middle-of-the-road, nice distorted guitar through my Kemper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. But I know, you know when you can, uh, every part could be so... Different and polar sure, from each sure, other, yeah, and that yeah. really makes a song. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm prepared to, for, to be like completely surprised when it's like produced or sure. recorded properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the hence needing well, hence something that'd be really good for me is a uh, load box thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's and it's cool. anyway. So yeah. I can record this incredibly loud amp at low volume so is that what you're thinking kind of going
0: for, with like combos is that the um what you like it sounds like what you're after is like high headroom vibes right
1: yeah so it could be clean and pedals wow. um yeah I'm just working with what I have at the moment okay. um but yeah this this amp sounds great um and I might even use two amps I don't know yet you're crazy, man. You're crazy. But yeah, so, um, it's, it's just, a, it's a journey. And that's what I'm excited about is that it, I guess the possibilities, um, cause I figure you kind of, you get some things right along the way and I'll, in two years I'll be like, what is he talking about? <laughs> that is utter nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like you've got a, you've got to. the older you get, the more you respect the idea or that, that, the vision of sound in your head that you're trying to gun for. You're just like, I need to go go and do that. Go down the rabbit hole and commit to it.
0: And it's its own thing. I I feel like there's one thing, you know, chasing or kind of being steered by what's in vogue at the moment or, you know, when it comes to doing your own thing and your own sound and your own style, you know, it's kind of seems to be part directed, part kind of accident. You know, like it's Mm -hmm. just, stumbling around and you end up you know like i mean anything i mean i don't think but i wouldn't say particularly i have a sound but any sound that there is is like purely accidental or circumstantial even just happened to be what it was um one thing i was gonna ask is what do you think you know like i mean we've spoken about it a few times i suppose but like what do you think the future of guitar is like do you think but like I, 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 you know, I don't think we necessarily. I don't. Want, I don't think we need to like discuss the whole. or oh, do you think guitar's dead or anything like? Because I don't think. No, that's, no, no, I really don't think that's the case at all. Like, uh, what do you think the future of it is? Like, do you think is there anyone out there you think is doing something uh, pretty futury?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, like you said the other day, or earlier, in fact, mm-hmm. the. Pop and popular music mm-hmm. driving, yeah, driving kind of new ideas is at the forefront of music. And then I listen to stuff like Igloo Ghost and that, uh, Amon Tobin, who keeps popping up on sure. my stereo, and being like absolutely mind blown because it sounds like the future mm-hmm. or it sounds like some futuristic war that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it blows me away. And I'm sure, uh, I mean, not knowing it well enough to kind of go, Oh yes, that guitar part at two minutes, 33. Mm -hmm. Um, there's probably guitar in there. And so the, the the whole idea of guitar being used as a texture and is so familiar. And like you say, even when you, um, were describing the song you heard, um, recently, Mm -hmm. then when a, a guitar part comes in, that's so familiar that juxtaposes with a, previously non guitar part sure is very sure. satisfying mm-hmm. and i i so i don't think it's it's not going anywhere and that idea of it um guitar being used as a texture mm. will stick about mm. um the, obviously the, the the guitar itself um the technology in well obviously amp modeling is massive and in it's amazing i can't believe so good so I can't good and that's just how good it is that's just getting more and more mental, mm. uh, and we'll continue to do so. And there's some super ridiculously exciting things happening in that world with neural DSP and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I almost
0: use I I literally tried the trial and I bought a ton of them and I've used them in like every nice. session since. It's just it, that convenience and just sounds good. Like I'm not wasting time getting a sound and then and I mean you know everyone you know that's part of the love you know if I was doing it for my own record and I had the time then of course I would you know do it and if I could record my amps loudly in a nice room with a you know great set of mics then yeah I'll do that but for convenience of like getting something a uh, uh, you know a part in place that I can then edit I can change you know I can even send someone and they can uh, you know tweak it for the mix or I can even just give them DIs and my presets or, or, you know, whatever. Um, I think that's pretty futuristic. You know, I I wouldn't be be surprised if like that convenience continues, you know, in that like, or maybe that like, you know, more in a kind of in the same way, like with Melodyne and stuff like that kind of getting better and better all the time, this idea that you could kind of edit, chords and what have you like i wouldn't be surprised if if i had someone send me something the other day and i was like oh what's that guitar and they were like it's a plugin and i was like oh, i was in an amp and they were like no no i played it in on like a midi keyboard and i was like <laughs> nice. what you know, like. <clears throat> that's mental. Yeah, it is, and it sounded because they pretty... always
1: they always used to sound really bad, really bad, like it was terrible. Like, if you went, I always remember, you know, like Casio keyboard or Yamaha mm. keyboard or whatever. Bing, bing, bing. go to the guitar sound, <laughs> the distorted guitar, and it sounded like horror, like an electric can opener. Or oh something.
0: exactly, and like you know, now like certainly like um I've only really used the the neural stuff, but yeah, like incredible, like to get. Yeah, like how, I'd love to know how. I mean, I can understand like most things, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd I'd love to know how that how that I, I I don't know how that I know it's obviously a DSP thing, but mm-hmm. um but yeah, like that's um
1: I think I think what's exciting about that kind of stuff is that um you know, previously if you did buy a Yamaha keyboard with a um or any keyboard mm-hmm. back in the nineteen nineties or whatever with a guitar sound on it, you you have the unit and mm-hmm for that guitar sound to be better than it is right now mm. you have to get rid of that mm-hmm. in some way and get the next one sure um, so environmentally logistically mm. uh, cost wise in every respect that's inconvenient mm-hmm. so y- you buy provided that companies have an investment in the hardware mm-hmm. Um, and a kind of a that isn't just financial so you could release a piece of hardware and then say oh next year this is now um what's the word redundant Absolute. it's now yeah. obsolete that's the word um so get the next one mm-hmm. and, and that's okay to a point and people understand that mm-hmm. but you know uh like, I think if you if you have a piece of hardware, you've invested the money, mm-hmm. that can be made via the internet, via software updates. Mm-hmm. That can be made that sound can be made better and better every day. Mm-hmm. Um and like with machine learning and that kind of thing, it can mm-hmm. be made better and better every day automatically. Mm-hmm. Um so that's extremely exciting mm-hmm. in that just that allows many more guitar players to have access to better sounds, which oh, is going to lead to more inspiration and better creativity and then the next generation of people come through wouldn't um, been, it'd be
0: amazing if you could like with plugins you know like you know like the
1: like slate do that thing where you, you
0: <clears throat> subscribe well most companies actually are doing that now you subscribe monthly and and you get all the updates you get access to every single plugin that they make um for you know I don't know how much it is if, you know fifteen dollars or whatever it is yeah a month. Imagine, you know, imagine your pedal board was just like a shell. Like you had the pedals in place there, but they're permanently in place Mm -hmm. and you just download, or even like, you know, if you had a kind of a, you know, mother board (laughs) or whatever, imagine that like, instead of changing, you know, like imagine having like a multi effects pedal where you maybe change, you know, preset one, imagine like you had, you know, five pedals on the floor there were apps, you know, what well, they look like pedals, but they're on a pedal board already, mm-hmm. and it just loads in. You know, let's say like one minute you want it to be a clone, next minute you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I need that pedal
1: on the next song. I need that pedal to be a tube screamer, you know? Because I mean, that's that's the, what you're describing is is the dream, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, in reality, would it happen? Who knows? Um, a lot it's,
0: of money involved. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of money lost, lost it, as
1: well. That's, that's exactly it. Is mm. I guess copyright issues and all that kind of come into play. Um, but yeah, and I think in terms of um, the guitar as an instrument, like I, I've mentioned Strandberg before, mm. I think they're doing amazing things in terms of developing the physical sure. um, hardware of a guitar mm. and um, really want to get one Um, because it's, I mean, it's so different. We talk about nostalgia selling and all this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I sit here going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the future is going to be great with my friend Telecaster design in the fifties. You know, it's like, it's so crude, um, but obviously simple and effective and it works Mm -hmm. kind of just, um, I, I love cars and equally, I, would well, I say equally, I have equal uh, respect for a Tesla as I do like a a Ford Mustang. Um, I prefer a Mustang because that's just my mm-hmm. personality and my, maybe my generational placing. And it sure. has, it has nostalgic effect on me. Um, whereas a Tesla doesn't. And, uh, in some ways lacks character. However, if you're after performance, mm-hmm. then I mean all day long, switch it on every day and it'll work. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether that's the case in 10 years, who knows? Um, but yeah, no, I think there's, there's, so, there's so many developments and it kind of feels like uh, it's not this big conceptual uh, idea of the future of guitar. It just feels like more of the same. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, it, but the development in what exists today mm. is so, it c- opens up so many more worlds mm. and so many, it's such a progression, you know, uh, that that's really exciting. Um. So, yeah, like one,
0: yeah. one thing I definitely thought was really interesting um, was uh, and someone actually we've not really mentioned I suppose Um, but when John Mayer did The Silver Sky one thing I thought was really interesting is he was talking about how I feel like it's one of those things where like we've all said it we've all thought it but it felt, felt like he was like the first person to really voice it is this the idea that like well, why do some guitars sound good and one guitar s- and some guitars sound bad? You know, why could you pick up one 64 Strat and another 64 Strat and they sound completely different? And, you know, there is this, you know, Stratty Strat or, you know, Spanky Telly or whatever, you know, that we're all searching for, this specific kind of, or, or I would say there's kind of like a few milestones of very classic you know it seems like with fender it's very much you know it's either maya or srv you know i feel like they're two very distinct sounds and very distinct um modes uh, of 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 thought um within that realm and then i mean i mean i'm talking in the classic sense but you when you when you're looking i mean speaking as someone who's trying to find and look up pickups all the time. And it's like impossible. Like, it's like, well, I don't know how that's going to sound in my guitar. And like 99% of the demos of people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm a pickup maker. I've made you this demo on my iPhone in my bedroom. And it's like, Oh, I can't hear anything. Like it just sounds like mm-hmm. your bedroom. Like, so I, what was interesting for me is he was like, I wanted any of my silver skies be able to pick them up and they sound exactly the same and that neck gives you that you know uh, uh slow dancing uh, you know burning room sound and the sure. you know the fourth position da 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 and you know bridge cue to this and I was like yeah like it's really a thing like everyone wants that everyone wants that or one of those array of of sounds or at least the option for one of those sounds and you know that's kind of part <laughs> probably part of what keeps them running to be honest um it's you know the endless search is why you know the, the, the next pedal yeah. the next thing yeah, to sh- get sh- that sh- little you know like i say i'm there i'm looking up you know telly pickups and like strap pickups and the ron ellis thing and and like i'm like ah, oh, it's a grand but you know they're really good <laughs> you know and it's like and then i can't find anything else um that seems to be kind of in that place, and and it's like, you know, trying to find that next sound. I thought it was really interesting him talking about how he's tried to be like to kind of squash that and kind of like I want to, I want to find a the other way yeah, yeah and yeah, I want to yeah. I want to kind of get that sound and promise it, you know, and, and and it's in a pickup, and so I think like that could be a, I think you know, there's so many. Really progressive uh, pickup makers coming out now, and people doing really cool stuff. And uh, the Bare Knuckle guys seem to be doing some really cool things and mm-hmm. collaborating with people and really, really pushing that envelope. Um, it would be really cool to see, you know, kind of what becomes of that. And, and even the ergonomics, like you're saying, the Strandberg thing, the fan fret, and and all this dingwall, and uh, again, like it'd be interesting to see. I feel like there seems to be uh, we've been really hammering the nostalgia. And, you know, sure, I think we're going to get really much better at, you know, emulating that as well. But it'd be cool to see what people do, you know, make guitar a little bit more ergonomic and kind of shaving. It seems like you say slowly more of this, more of, you know, same, same, but different, but just kind of shaving off little bits here and there and, and kind of, you know.
1: I think the, the the interesting thing you say about the John Mayer thing is he's coming out that in, well, when did that come out? 2019 or something? Mm. Uh, 2018 even? Um and with a company like PRS mm. who are not the biggest but very big mm. um i don't i'd hazard a guess that manufacturing has come on mm. quite considerably mm-hmm. since the 50s to now um obviously with if you, basically if you're you're making something out of a natural material with human hands mm. the you're probably like well, I say a random natural material. Uh, so, I guess the longer in time you go back, I guess the older the trees were. It sure. depends. You could you could sure. you can make a guitar out of a yeah, yeah. thousand-year-old tree or one that was fast-grown mm-hmm. in the last year, it, and they'd vary obviously because the the woods different. But you can be people know more now and could be more selective about what they make it out of. Mm-hmm. The manufacturing technologies increase um, with more automation, that kind of thing. Um, but again, it depends where you go. Some things are made more by hand than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think for someone like John Mayer to say that, I guess he there's an element of him probably having a company behind him who can do a bit of underwriting that, mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying, you know, well, okay, John, this is your forest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. so to speak. And uh, this is your production line. And we'll just, you know, consistency is key. And mm. like, that's a lot of, you know, mass production is about that, about trying to do the same thing again and again and again to the same degree of, I mean, look at something like a MacBook. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, that's not made of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right that is really interesting. And well the whole of manufacturing is very interesting. Um wouldn't it be nice if you could I think that well the real the real future is order a guitar and it's made for you. And turns well,
0: obviously up, 3D printing is obviously coming. Yeah. You know, even what's, well, you know, like uh follow a lot of kind of modeling channels and that's really really mm-hmm. cool how like there's even like subscription services and they just send you the CAD files and that's Mm -hmm. your model for the month or whatever it is. I think that's like a really cool idea. Or like if you're looking for something, let's say you're making a diorama or something and you want to make a, you're like, oh, okay, I've made a pond. Like, okay, well, I need some plants and you can just look them up and there's the CAD files and you can have a look at them and change them and then download them and then you've got them. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's like a really cool idea. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, kind of how. You know, it's kind of like, well, here's this Telecaster. You know, for, you know anyone's Telecaster, but you know, here's 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 a uh, the black one strap mm-hmm. John Mayer. Like, you know, why can't we why can't we clone that yet? You know, and it be actually like, I, you know, people do inspired by and Fender be like, yeah, yeah, this is this is it, but it's not. You know, like, it, it, and it'd be interesting. I think like it feels like that was kind of. Interesting for him to say that and be like, "Oh, okay, it's time we did that, isn't it?" You know, kind of thing. Like, why? Why is it such a grey area still? You know, mm-hmm. um, so it'd be interesting also, to see what happens in that area.
1: Definitely, but also, it's it's as is always the way. I think a nice note to finish on would be like, "Well, I remember seeing that that um, video of Dave Grohl on the kid's drum kit like sure. years ago." Mm-hmm. Like That's just a kid's drum kit. Like one of those little mini, really mini ones. Mm -hmm. And he still sounds great. Mm -hmm. And it's just like we've been... Like we're aspiring to do right now or doing it right now is just play a lot. Sure, Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the tone, again, you know, like anything like that. It's in the fingers. It's in the old fingers. And that's I think that's what's cool. You know, like there there needs to be some mystique, you know, and some allure and, and that is... That is where individualism and originality comes from, you know, it, mm-hmm. it is that it is, you know, like it took yeah, you know, I think like anyone like Danish Pete or or uh Rabier, I think as well, like just very you know, Corey Wong, all these kind of players coming out and like you know, spearheading so much of guitar right now. But it's very obvious even what what they're adding as well to that mm-hmm. and like you know, you look at Corey Wong's white right hand, and it's, oh, it's like a floppy fish. Yeah, yeah. Like, I watched
1: I watched a Wolfpack um, uh, like concert movie thing mm. the other day. Unreal. I've mm. never really seen anything about the live, but mm. unbelievable musicianship mm-hmm. to a, to a, an arena. Mm. Mental. It's good to see that be
0: quite prevalent recently. But mm-hmm. like, I know, like you know, there was the whole snarky puppy thing, and but there's yeah. actually like quite a few little groups like that sort of bringing back and the silk sonic thing, I think as well, like that seems to yeah, be taking my the friend world by
1: storm. told me about that recently. It looks insane or sounds oh, insane.
0: A- absolutely. Yeah. And just, you know, they're the guys, right. You know, like it's just beautifully put together and like real top level, you know, there's something about going somewhere and being like, these guys are the best of the best and we're mm-hmm. going to watch them tonight. That's you know, it's like the, when Mark, Thomas Bridgman was in the Mars Volta and they were doing the full like twelve piece band or whatever. There's something about going to a gig and being like these guys this is it. are going to tear this shit up, you know? Like, on, and it's great. You know,
1: on that, what is your pick for tonight's playlist?
0: I was, um, I'm going classic.
1: And this is like ultimate guitar songs. Okay, well, you. I, I
0: don't, I don't. I don't know what it, the number one is, but that doesn't one matter. that I have always been like. If I hear it, I'm like, oh. Or like it, it, it's like, no, no. There's something about the hook that, if I even come across it, or it's on an advert, or like it's on a thing, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go and listen to that, or like whatever and it's um Since I've Been Loving You by uh Zeppelin
1: oh do you know what I was on the Zeppelin as well
0: because uh, I mean uh, J- J- Jimmy, picked, yeah. Jimmy Page isn't exactly my guy mm-hmm. I was a I was a I feel like there's two types of guitar players there's guitar players with their thumbs here in the middle of the neck and there's guitar players with their thumbs here over the top sure. of the neck I was an over the top of the neck kind of guy uh-huh. Hendrix, Frusciante et cetera et cetera and Jimmy Page, I learned a lot of Led Zeppelin. My dad was a big Led Zeppelin fan. I remember learning Black Dog out of guitar magazine and it said, the ability, expert. And I was like, oh, get out the, stand aside. I even got my dad upstairs. He let me play loud for a little bit. And I was nice. like, check this out. Check out what your investment just did. Um, <clears throat> expert. Uh, so that made me feel good about myself. Uh, 15 or whatever it was. But that... And the way that, like, it kind of swells. There's a Jeff Beck version, which is amazing as well, and uh, a Greg Koch version, which is amazing.
1: I love how the drums come in as well.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, what? I spoke about Hotel California in the last one. That, recently, that's really riled me up. The licks on that are amazing. Like, actually, so good. But every time I hear, like, on oh, no, some programme about Let's Eppler and on or something, and I hear a bit of that song, I need to go and listen. I always forget how much and how, like, what I like about it, and I'm sure there's probably a YouTube video that's like, they stole it from it. But <laughs> um, I feel like, for some reason, that bit is really original. Yeah. For a blues song. Does that totally. make sense? It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like, it it's like always catches me off guard. It's like, oh, well, it's the, you know, it's Red House. It's the slow blues number. It's, mm-hmm. you know, um, going to find another you kind of thing. It's like that kind of, here we go, gravity, whatever. It's like that bit. And then they do the, da, 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 and I'm like, ah, oh, and then all like the swell. It's almost quite um, romantic. Sure. Um, and I remember yeah, hearing that and I just like, I need to learn this now. Um, I I I don't know why that always uh, comes back to me. Um, I was also, shout out to Jimi Hendrix live at Woodstock as well. Just a little (laughs) shout out to the whole of that. Thanks, Jimi. Thanks, mate. Um, Thanks, Woodstock. That was really formative. And I remember just listening to that and thinking that's impossible like he's like uh, they apparently just been playing for three days before that concert new band wow and they're just all the jams there's a jam like, I think it's called like jam at Woodstock and I just remember thinking that was just the most oh, I couldn't believe it was a jam like, they looked so rehearsed as in like and they just he was just you can just see him like controlling the band and just, yeah, just so many, I was so big into Hendrix. And so, yeah, I just feel like I can't not acknowledge how much. That's cool. All of that, you know, like, and, and yeah, I almost, I didn't have any albums. I just had, I just had the DVD of Live at Woodstock and I just watched it and played to it every day along with uh, Live at Slain. That was that was it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have said like, yeah, that some of those jams on that, I just remember thinking that was like, I remember showing people and be like, do you, you know this is a jam? Did mm-hmm. you know this is a jam? <laughs>
1: you know? Um, how about you, Matt? Um, I've picked something slightly more modern. This is, well, loads more modern. 2013. It's a track called, I, I'm going to preface this by saying, I think, I was trying to find a way to word this, but I think it's one of like in, in vibe just the closest thing or my favorite thing to like something I'd want to make Okay. that's, but that sits in the category of like a modern rock song. Okay. That's good. Um, so I'm a big Josh Homme fan as I Mm -hmm. might've, A to, and I remember. what well, I've watched loads of how he plays stuff, and he has a really weird vibrato and weird technique, I mean,
0: weird scale it's choice as well. Like quite really weird note major, choice, and like, he explains he explains
1: note. it as well, like quite well in, mm. in in a particular video. I think it might be the guitar moves with Matt Sweeney. Mm. Anyway, uh, I just think it's the coolest sound, and I think for a modern guitar player, it's a really original sound, mm. and I really like an an awkward technique I mm-hmm. uh, like a, that's intentional, that's like, this, it's so recognisable, so, cari- so instantly like him. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyway, there's a song called Centipede on the Sound City soundtrack uh, with Alan Johannes, who I've mentioned loads, Groll on drums, Chris Goss and Joshua Homme mm-hmm. on um, guitar. Um, and, it's got it's not like it's not Queens of Stone Age. It's and it's so it's not that sound. Mm. This is more of like a collaboration. Um but it's the it's just the coolest sound. Um and a really annoying I really, it's a really, I can only describe it as annoying. It's just an annoying Sounds guitar. Great. You know, like one of those ideas that you go, you'd be sitting there in a rehearsal or a jam or something, staring at someone, playing the most annoying thing <laughs> until they crack and go, will you shut up? You know? Just a classic, <laughs> um, like,
0: you know, when everyone starts doing their own thing, like, you know, it's yeah, yeah, falling yeah, yeah. apart then, you
1: know? Oh yeah, totally. But you can, if, if you intentionally try and get someone by just playing this little thing and just psyching them out, it sounds like one of those ideas like just a really it's a really an annoying guitar part um starts on acoustic and then kind of builds to this it's very simple mm-hmm. but i just think it's a very effective use of time 5 minutes 11 and i've every time it comes on i'm just like this is this is doing everything that it needs to do mm-hmm. and i just enjoy it okay yeah i, 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 I did I I have to say that though, I was going to pick like Ramble On by Zeppelin as just sure. a song that makes you want to play stuff um, so good. But I gonna, yeah. I
0: was going to say, um, my hat, would my stone would be cast on Josh as being maybe one of the last signature guitar players. Mm-hmm. Would you agree?
1: Like yeah, if you've heard so.
0: him play, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's
1: it. Yeah. I think even more so than Sonically someone well. like, yeah, I think even more so than someone like Matt Bellamy. Um, yeah. I think it's so unique. And so I, I hear so many bands now that were influenced sure. by that sound. And I think, we'll, we'll It'll take a few more years to re- fully realise the impact mm. of, of that influence, um, but yeah, I I agree completely.
0: I can't think of anyone actually. Maybe um, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's really doing it the same. But old Tim Henson from Polyphia. I, I, I was mm. going to have. I mean, we're quite far in. I was going to have a discussion about. Well, who do you think? Who who's is anyone doing anything future based? And it seems like that was the last wave to kind of like since gent maybe like to really kind of come well, through. Well, Polifia
1: Plini uh, doing? Kind of yeah, cool
0: Instagram kind of based <laughs> <laughs> guitar. Yeah, but it's
1: it's quite vir- it's quite virtuos virtuosic. Is that what the word? Yeah, uh, it's um it's it's very guitar and mm-hmm. that's fine and mm-hmm. that, like so that there's a place for that and that part of the world um and I think that probably uh contrasts what I was saying about it being used as a texture mm-hmm. in other mm-hmm. mad future music um and there's probably a bit in the middle as well you know there's the whole resurgence of just nostalgic uh you know I'm sure Britpop will come back, but you sure. know, grunge and uh, post punk and all that kind of stuff. The guitar's getting a.
0: Sure, old. Um, I mean, Travis Barker's always doing something, but um,
1: whatever yeah, Machine his name Gun is. Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, that's
0: insane to think of that. I mean,
1: he never really goes away. He's, like, he's quit, though. He's quit pop punk, punk now. Two albums done. He's now going back to rap.
0: Really? Oh. Since when?
1: Since the other day.
0: And then he it. just was like, that's it. I
1: read it on the internet, so it must be true.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, that's strange. I was like, oh. I mean, he started. It seemed like there was going to be a kind of real resurgence.
1: I think there is. Oh, okay. I really think there is. And, and then he's, he's just part- like, off it, started that, now I'm out. But he's on, the ne- he's on to the next thing. Because he got
0: a lot of criticism. But,
1: mm-hmm. so, but I think, it, I honestly, I, I wholly support that kind of move.
0: Okay. it's I mean, it's it's for bang for your buck, it's... You know, there's always teenagers, you know, wanting to access that ATM,
1: you know? Like, it's it's just... It's Th- just you there. say always, but it's still quite... Uh, it's been always. a one-time thing. And then it's... This is like a second coming. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: there would be interesting to... I, like, I mean, I don't know anything about music, really, but... um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. See you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'd love to see what like was the new bands. Because again, like I think like to say, I the, don't
1: know anything about music. Full stop.
0: Yeah, as in just like I don't. Is that, does that mean I'd, if there was new pop punk bands, I wouldn't know who they were?
1: Oh, I see. About that kind of music, I thought you meant just music in general. But like
0: it would be interesting to see. Like again, again, I think one of the big things is like same with the polyphia thing. There's like kind of beats within that, and I think, sure, and sure, I do sure. think there is like. The kind of Instagram, like playing over, um, I don't know, someone, Lady Gaga, whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. and kind of doing the like, and it's really um, great. Um, but it was interesting seeing those fusions happen to music that was kind of more, infinitely more popular than guitar music was. And sure. like, and again, with the kind of, like I say, I think the most guitar I see is on Instagram. I'm assuming it's probably the same on TikTok. Like, I wonder if like, you know, form will imitate format kind of thing. I wonder if there's like something to be said about that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, what do you mean like minute long songs? Well, and people just kind of, there's a lot of, like there is a lot of it. it I mean, I don't think I would be a million miles off if I said, "Is that like nearly one of the most popular outlets for guitar?" Like, if you were going to see guitar in the modern day, you'd see it more <laughs> than you would on than you would see it on the telly or on Netflix. Or do you do you understand what I'm saying? Like, oh on, yeah, yeah, but like access to the guitar, like, as in kids now looking, you know, YouTube. impressionable young kids, are they going to see, you know? A band playing a song or are they going to see, you know. Just
1: someone playing on their own.
0: Yeah. Or like this, you know, like kind of these little like. Snippets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they've kind of re, you know, harmonized. um, I think it just all
1: coexists, doesn't it? I think it's all fine and it's all cool. Oh, what I
0: mean is, do you, I, I, I feel like, like that's a different, it's like a different thing. Like it's like, a, it's not, it's like, it's becoming its own sphere, you know, like of influence. Like I say, we, we think of like, well, the only way you would get into guitar is like having heard someone play guitar in a band from a song rather than sure. like, oh, I heard, I saw this guy play on Instagram and now dad, can I and have they a guitar? then you learn,
1: yeah, yeah, but also, and to I, make learned, that. <laughs> I want to learn the thing he's playing specifically. Yeah. And then you might learn it and upload it to social media and hope that he sees it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I guess it is just, it's a different.
0: And like, where they could it, you know, like, even as a format, is that like, you know, like, like we would be like, okay, I'm going to buy your dad, mum, can I have a guitar so I can start a band? I can write songs, we can tour the world. We can be in a stadium, like you know. Is there now like dad, mum? Can I have oh, a totally, guitar so that totally. I can be insta famous? Big on the internet, you know, like and and that's my like What's that's your goal? that's yeah. And and and, and I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, I'll just say I find it interesting that there is like a parallel dream, you know, like is it that maybe guitars going somewhere we never envisaged, you know, like it's you know, with everything being. Harder well, and can, I, I don't know if you've or, seen Adam Neely's recent video about like touring and like uh, bands, you know, struggling, you know, sort of post, well, post-pre, <laughs> during COVID um, and, and that kind of thing. Like, I wonder if the format will change things. Uh, um, like, again, I think
1: actually it, when, you can, when you can jump on the metaverse and jam with people yeah. with no lag... Like the obviously the lag is a big barrier to mm-hmm. remote uh, live stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I think once that barrier is overcome, then you've opened up a whole new world.
0: Oh, I I mean you know take VTubing, you know like that's exploding everywhere, and like it's it's kind of most of the way there. You are playing a person, a character over the internet, you know, mm-hmm. and they already kind of a lot of them are like a few of the ones I'm aware of, are like rappers and they have like talents kind of outside of this mm-hmm. and they perform those and they sing, for example, like that's quite a popular thing is that they just sing, a you know, their song or whatever, or a song mm-hmm. to their audience. Like again, like, you know, I don't see that being too far fetched that someone would be playing guitar and you wouldn't even no. see them play guitar as in, you know, like it would be a completely, um, <laughs> whatever you know <laughs> but I mean it might be amazing you never know like some they might just I, I can't see that surely that that's that's already easily achievable to actually mm-hmm. you know get the finger placements right and what have you or maybe a guitar that would like help read that but I wonder yeah like you know you're thinking this question of like oh you know is guitar dead and you like thinking about music and you're like oh this this and this I like, I'm like I wonder if it's like there's just something we're just not even seeing happening where it's like, like I say, we just see the guitar as like, there's zero and then there's Wembley Stadium. And like, that's <laughs> the only way to kind of think about guitar. Oh, do you know what I, I mean?
1: think it's like, it's like any transition period though. Like generationally, if you're 15 now, you won't even know what Wembley is. Mm. Um, well, not everyone. I'm but, sure you know, some people yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. But
0: it's like I say, but, that you know, passing us by, you know.
1: But that's just, yeah, that's how it goes down. And like with any transition, of, and then we'll be the old crusties in 20 years going, Do you remember Wembley when we used to do things in person? And, uh, <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. It's like you think, Oh, what's the future
0: of transportation? And it's like, Well, maybe it's that you don't go anywhere, like you don't need to. It's you the train
1: your, you put on your headset, and there you are. You can go anywhere you like, yeah, you but, but all but also, it's not, it's never. Like in the 70s, everyone thought that we'd be flying by now and around, around like hoverboards and Matt, all this stuff. We are. Oh my God. We care. Uh, but they thought we but Do we're still have, using trains which were invented in like the 1800s or yeah. probably earlier. Sure. Um, so it, it never happens as, well, sometimes it does. I don't know. We're, we're, we're just We're just going. <laughs> roll, roll roll, with it you can't the the, problem, the thing is if there's so many options with if you go I can do everything in the entire world I can start all the businesses and make all the music and do all of the things just by sat in this chair you'll never sit in the chair because you would be too intimidated by sure. the infinite possibilities sure, sure. of what you could do so you've just got to pick your little niche your niche and oh. um and roll with it I think um and also I do think uh I think when everyone's rushing so quick towards the future, equally everyone's hanging on to the past. Oh, so enormously! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of the blend. Okay. Even when it comes to whiskey, um, but, but yeah, uh, I think it's yeah, old stuff in a new setting. That's the key. Great Van Fleet on your VR headset. Perfect.
0: Sure, sure. So yeah, no, I, 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 I just like I say, I feel like. I feel like it's uh, even when I was making my decision I was like oh I'm not really using my brain power here to think of someone speaking future speak you know
1: so like, you pick Led Zeppelin
0: so I pick Led Zeppelin well I was just like
1: I'm laughing because it's great that's
0: what you know that's what appeals to grandad do you know what I mean okay. so like but I uh, it'd be good I think it'd be good even maybe with a playlist we uh, it'd be good to see if anyone you think is really doing something interesting as well with the guitar it'd be really cool sure. to see to see like you know someone doing something new yeah
1: what's keep what's keeping you interested in the guitar because I know a lot of you especially particularly on the discord a lot mm. of you listening uh, are guitarists we know that much or mm. um, just like guitar music so yeah what is what is keeping you like excited about yeah. the instrument absolutely well on that note so piano next week
0: <laughs> yeah that's it we're going to do a different <laughs> instrument until we end week on the episode
1: bassinet. 146 Oboe <laughs>
0: Exactly, exactly,
1: cool, well, yeah, thank you for listening. It's been a long one, but mm. obviously this is a, a subject dear to our hearts, and we take it very seriously, so no all laughter will be removed in the edit <laughs> of this episode. It's very serious um you can catch us on the discord after this, listening to said playlist um so enjoy that. the discord is the coolest place where the coolest cats hang out. Uh, the audio will be up in the morning. If you're listening on audio, you're already there. So one step ahead of us. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Ciao, Ron. Bye.